Hi. The Common Man and T-Bone podcast is brought to you by Care Heating and Cooling. Cold or sweaty is no way to go through life. Call my guys at Care Heating and Cooling for all your heating and cooling needs. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. And stay tuned after the podcast for special bonus content from past shows. A horse! Bye. Welcome to the dumbest part of your day. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Hope you're all digging out of the white death. How'd you do up there in Marysville? Uh, we, we checked it this morning. We ended up having where we were uh, seven inches. That was according to the ruler. How we did you, stuck did, in the snow. You, I was going to say, how did you measure it? I clarify. <laughs> I mean, I have been doing the commercials for me a while. A, me and a couple neighbors got together and pulled our resources, if you know what I mean. All right, well, whatever. <laughs> Fine. Featuring Panama Ted. Shut up, Ted! Five minute delays with Leanna Ray. You guys like Bjork? And random sounds from the internet. Yes, sir! Shavaka do! You wanna sack? The guy is drunk! Watch your profanity. Would you not eat my pants? Ah! This is Man and Bone. <laughs> Welcome in. Hope you're having a great Monday. No common man today, Eric Reeser. Filling in for him, Reeser. What's up, man? Good afternoon, gentlemen. Oh, we had a uh, we had a great. I don't know about you. I felt like we had a great sports weekend, pretty much all through Friday through Sunday. Other than my college basketball team, I don't really want to talk about Ohio State basketball just yet. Maybe a little later in the show, but had a good weekend. Got to spend some time with some family, some friends. Got to watch a lot of cool things on the uh, sports side of things. I had a good weekend. It feels like Ohio State basketball right now would ruin that. But good news, hey, they played a night, so maybe they can get some redemption. That would be nice. Little, yeah. Little re- let's get that out of the system. Let's, let's talk not- about flushing the film. You have the opportunity <laughs> to do that. Um, and yes, I'm an Ohio State fan, but my college team of record is Ohio University. And while everybody else was having a fun time in Northeast Ohio Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, my Bobcats did not. So oh, if we want to right. table college basketball talk... We can do that till maybe tomorrow. You know who would really like us to table college basketball tar- talk is Jawan Howard. He would he would prefer us to not have any discussion about that, which don't worry, we will get oh, into we'll that. We'll touch on that. Plenty to get to with that. We will get into uh, some of the things with Buckeye basketball. We'll preview up tonight's game, talk about the Iowa debacle, all that stuff coming up, and All-Star game. Uh, yeah, all that. And yikes, coming up at 534 and uh-oh. I forgot Yikes. to hit the I forgot to hit it. I deserve one. Here it is. Hang on. Almost almost. It's all right. We're four minutes in. You got time. It's a uh it's a it's it's basically the five second rule with food with the sound bites. As long as you Agreed. say yikes and then it happens within five seconds, you're okay. Are we doing five one thousands or five Mississippis? <laughs> it depends I think it's, on it depends on who's I, in charge. I, of I that. usually opt for I still to this day. Do five Mississippi. Mississippi. I don't do one thousand. Yep. Teddy, what are you? You you one thousands or Mississippi? If you have to keep time in your head, and you don't use like your phone. Thousands. Yeah. You go thousands. Um, you don't go Mississippi. Yes, I'm a mature adult. <laughs> that makes one of that us. Actually, That's makes good. Ted. It makes a lot of sense what you just said because I do feel <laughs> like a child mentally and well, not physically. I'd be a very large child, but. Mentally, I still sometimes feel like that, so that's probably why. Um, so where do you want to start, Reese? We had a lot of things. Blue Jackets got a nice win over the weekend. They had, they had a good Yeah, so much for there. a rebuild. I don't, okay, let's just, 
I'm gonna. Do you want to just with, start there? I'm gonna hit you with another. Hit you with another huh? sound effect. There no, were no hockey games. Why did you make? I don't have to be negative right out of the box. <laughs> I, you made me go negative because you said so much for a rebuild. <laughs> Let's calm down on that. But we can enjoy that. That was a nice victory. That's that's fine, right? That's yes. a, You got a team now that is scoring goals like crazy. That feels really good to me. Seven of them again yesterday. I'll take it. I feel good about that. They have all their goal. All their goaltenders are hurt right now, but. Hey, at least you've got goals going in the other side of the net. That's what's important. So I'll take that. Well, you're having fun. I mean, if if you had a chance to watch that game and to see Nationwide Arena yesterday, it was almost a sellout, I think is what they were saying. Yeah. So you, you, at the point where you are in the season, you know, at the all-star break, everyone was talking about, well, so much for this year. And now it's like, okay, so much for this year. Like, build off of this. Don't go into the tank, but... Winning games is fun because it gets the people involved, and that's what we're about, right? Yeah. Involvement. Well, they've won uh, five of the last six. Yep. That's a pretty good thing. We will take that anytime we can get it. I will say that from a developmental standpoint, it is much better to learn and have your young guys playing when you're actually doing things that make your team entertaining and fun. I'd much prefer that to being a team that is completely moribund and just awful and yep. no one wants to watch it. Any of that would... That's not ideal for me. We so, talk about keeping the fans engaged. I, you absolutely want to keep your talent engaged. You want to keep your vet, your wily veterans engaged. And I don't know if they're veterans in their mid to late 20s, but they're sports veterans, veterans of the NHL. And if you keep everybody engaged, you know, maybe there's a guy and you're looking to, I don't know, should we sign him long term? Does he want to be here long term? Do we trade him at the deadline? Keeping him engaged longer might help you extend him. I think I think that's that's a very interesting question that the Jackets face over the next month yes. and the Armo faces over the next month because I, I I am not on the pathway of believing this team is going to make the playoffs this year no. or even if they do let's also let's also talk about that is it worth making the playoffs if you know you're probably getting run in the first round I know Tampa that was fun but let's not pretend that Tampa series from years ago was anything other than a team that shouldn't have been an eighth seed playing as an eighth seed, right? They went all in with a team that was not in the playoffs technically. And then they added pieces. They got better. They stuck into the playoffs and shocked Tampa. That's not the situation. Now, could this team shock someone? Yeah, I guess they could, but I don't think we're anywhere close to them being a Stanley cup contender. Does it make sense to sit at the deadline and do nothing and just say, no, we want to keep this team together. That to me seems seems wrong. It seems like you should still make a few moves if it means bringing in some future talent. You have a lot of young talent on this team. I'm not talking trading away cornerstone guys, but you also have to look at who those cornerstone guys actually are. For example, is Patrick Line one of them? Very likely could be. He's 23, and if he wants to stay here, we talked about him quite a bit, but I'm just saying they that's where their decision making comes over the next month. What is the trade deadline? Like twenty first. Twenty first of 21st, March. Twenty first so. of March. Okay. So yeah, just about it's literally a month away. So we're I am of the opinion this team should still be active within that, but smart active. You're not trading away everything just to say we're blowing it all up and starting over again. No, like you've you've started over. You've got some pieces and some guys who seem to be playing well. See if you can keep the majority of them together. That's where I come down on it. But They've got decisions to make for sure. They do, but they're in a good spot. I I think all things considered, right now this team's in a good spot because you've got time on your side where you don't have to make any rash decisions in the next 28 days because February's short for some weird reason. You've got some time to be able to figure out exactly who wants to be on this bus while it's not on fire. 
Yeah. Because when right. it's on fire, of course everybody wants off. That'd be silly to want to stay on it. Yeah. This bus is rolling. So, yeah. hey. You got to keep it keep going. Keep the ride going. Yeah. I think you got to find the right balance there. And I think Yarmo has some big decisions to make. But that's the fun of this. And it's very fluid. And we'll get to keep watching this as it progresses. If the Jackets sneak into the playoffs, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying I don't mortgage the future to make that happen. No. That's all I'm saying. But tomorrow night, Maple Leafs coverage right here on the fan. That'll be another hopefully interesting game and, and you know, should be should be a lot of fun. They obviously have a lot of star power, but uh, speaking of star power, Cleveland, a lot of star power up there. Did you watch the All-Star Game festivities? Did you I enjoy watched it about it? as much as I could. And so, I, you know, I, I think I got Friday night, Saturday night, and Sunday night, my fill of All-Star fun. Um, I, I'm an NBA fan. Uh, just Me in terms too. of anybody out there going like, well, what's this guy know about this? I'm a huge Cavs fan. Um, and, and so it was nice to see everything that went into that. I've got an affinity for the city of Cleveland. So it was nice that they could kind of peacock. Um, I, I know that a lot of times Cleveland gets dumped on. Hey, at least we're not Detroit. And you were thinking, well, how are these shots going to look? How are the camera shots going to look? Is it going to be a downtown Cleveland that looks gray and dreary? And there was a snowstorm and even all of that looked good. Yeah. Um, Rocket Mortgage yeah. Fieldhouse looked good. The fans were engaged all three nights, despite whatever the hell they put on the court Saturday night. So everything I, I think was was a total win for that city for the NBA at a time where you know you're kind of looking for something to do right after you know the first weekend of the year without football. Uh, baseball's not doing anything except for meeting for a hot cup of coffee, and this was their chance. And I, I think they, I'm trying to use the correct sports analogy, they scored a goal. <laughs> with their all-star weekend right sure oh it was slam a, dunk it was a slam, slam dunk. dunk it was an alley-oop mm, home yeah. run all that yes Good. sports ball <laughs> uh i i thought i enjoyed the some of the festivities friday night i i have to say miles garrett had me like nervous yeah the entire time during the celebrity game if you didn't see this miles garrett from the browns obviously one of the best players in all of football and the Browns certainly one of the premier players they have, if not the premier player, he is playing in this game with machine gun Kelly, among others <laughs> who has gone from being a rapper. I couldn't stand to being a pop artist. I can't stand. Is he but, pop now? Yeah. Oh okay. yeah. He's gone like punk. He's got Travis Barker blink One Eighty Two. you know, good vibes put on him. So now he's got that. They, I think he produced his album. So now he's doing that kind of thing. And it's, does he get any points in your book at all for Megan Fox? Like, does that? Well, I mean, good for him credit? Okay. for being able to do that. That's more of a, I don't understand what women find attractive at times. But again, I know it's not me. I'm just asking, <laughs> like, what is it? Because it sometimes it varies, right? From like yes. George Clooney, I can more understand. Machine Gun Kelly, I don't understand. But to each their own. Anyway, I was freaking out with Miles Garrett because don't don't pop an Achilles in this game, but he was dunking on everyone, just blocking shots left and right. No chance that he isn't getting some kind of what is the, what is the thing he always likes to do? Oh, tweet out he's the, getting a quote random random test drug test. Yeah, they're, they're sending him that text saying we need you at a certain place at a certain time, ready to make a sample. It's amazing how high up he can get given how incredible. large he is. I mean, I know he's not as tall. He's six five in NBA circles. That's nothing, but. Physically, you know, 280 pounds, whatever he is like, that's, it's just amazing. He can get up that high and he is a freak athlete. Of course, that was fun to watch, but I was nervous. I'm sure everyone with the Browns was also oh, very nervous. Time. Yeah. Cause they um, even told him stop doing the basketball thing. Yeah. It was in the off season. He was just making Instagram videos of him dunking like windmill dunking at the YMCA. Right. Now he's doing this on a national level. So wouldn't it, <laughs> wouldn't it be LOL Browns if something 
yeah. tragic were to happen just, on a windmill dunk. You just have to be aware of your surroundings and hope that nothing gets hurt. But thankfully, he came out of it okay. Then Saturday, they had the the three-point contest fine. I like the skills challenge. That's actually gotten better over the years. It has. I thought the way they did that with the Cleveland contingent and the Antetokounmpo brothers and then the rookies, that was neat, I guess. It was fine. But all of it looks a million times better because the dunk competition was god-awful. It was one of the worst I've ever seen. That's the thing with it is the the skills competition is supposed to just be the lead up to it. Because when you talk about the All-Star game and the All-Star weekend, really what people remember is the dunk competition. Like you don't care that we're a thousand points scored in the game on Sunday or the Rising Stars competition was really cool. And you had that little four team tournament and Jay Sean Tate, you know, with a game winning layup to put his team into the finals and seeing, you know, Evan Mobley out there and seeing Darius Garland out there. Or it was, yeah, it was Mobley um, for the Rising Star. Isaac Okoro was for the Cavs on. Uh, Friday night, but all of that, you know, was supposed to lead up to a dunk contest that's very memorable. Yeah, this was not that. No, it, it was enough that I, I, and I like the dunk contest more often I than not. Always tune in to watch. Yeah, um, if they Want said next year we just can't <laughs> get enough guys that we think we think it's going to be like it was in 2022, then I would say yeah, just don't do it. Yeah, maybe send everybody home early. Right, just or you know, you know what, have everybody zoom in. Like, sure. we're used to that. Like, have them go somewhere where you're comfortable doing it, practice it, and then give me the one take that's good, and then just zoom into the call. That We're used to that now. We don't need, I don't need it all to be live. I At could this see, point, if you wanted to do it on it, TikTok, you would not get complaints. I think it was uh, Chris, the uh, reflog guy who did the Browns parade yeah. on Twitter who said the dunk contest could have been an email, and I think that's about right, so... We'll leave it at that. Uh, more, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about the actual game later on in the show just because LeBron was featured heavily in this game and he's playing in Cleveland. Maybe, oh. maybe you come back to Cleveland. Just start doing that. Reeser is uh, apparently not as big of a fan of that as I would have thought, even though he's a huge Cavs fan. But coming up next, we'll talk about something else that was huge yesterday that wasn't that great. That was the huge incident with Jawan Howard in Michigan. Uh, we will discuss all that next. It's Man and Bone, Eric Reeser filling in on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find an earlier accident has cleared from Cleveland Avenue at Route 161. All lanes have reopened in that area. And you'll find the ramp to 5th Avenue has reopened on westbound 670. That earlier vehicle fire block in the right lane is cleared, but traffic is still slow as it recovers. Stripe Report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help the customer stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Fan- oh, hello! I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Your undisputed leader in talking about nothing. This is Man and Bone. Welcome in. Hope your Monday is going well. Eric Reeser filling in for Common Man today. Before we go further, I got to tell you about my guys over at Connecticut. Now, I love the water in my house. Maybe you don't. Maybe your water has a lot of funk in it. 
If that's the case, you can get rid of the funk with Connecticut. You can get the funk out of your water, as we like to say. I've actually been drinking a lot more water of late, Reeser, because trying to be a little healthier, trying to do more of that thing, trying to lose some weight finally. But I've been told if I drink more water, that helps me feel fuller, and it has, so that's good. But if the water tastes gross, I don't want to drink it. So it's good we got Connecticut. Now I'm filling up my water bottle, taking that with me. It's all a lot better. If you want to get the water in your house to taste like mine does, ConnecticutColumbus.com and get the funk out of your water with Connecticut. Glad I started doing that too because a lot of health benefits to moving and trying to be a little healthier. Mm-hmm. But also over the weekend, I got invited to the crew jersey unveiling for their new yellow kit that they brought out which it's a nice looking uniform i am well i'm a fan of the crew being a yellow soccer team which is because their colors yes they're black and gold they should be gold they're calling it the gold (laughs) standard jersey i like that but i i just that's what that is the that's the iconic look for them and last year they had just a gray jersey and a black jersey so i'm glad they're getting yellow back but they invited me there I thought it was going to be like a big gathering for a bunch of people. It turned out I'm there and then Boone Jenner walks by and then Zach Wierenski walks by and then RJD2 walks by and I'm like, what? Ah, these are all really famous people compared to me. And then I see oh, stop. Lathan Ransom from the Buckeyes is there. A couple other guys too are there. Uh, Gabby Hutcherson from the OSU women's basketball team was there. I'm like, wait, what is happening? There's all these athletes around and then they're like, come on into the locker room. And they had a jersey waiting for me, and I was floored by that. Then they said, put the jersey on. We're going to go out, and you're going to do a little thing on the field. I'm like, hold on. (laughs) I was not told there was going to be soccer jersey. I have to. I mean, it's great, but I was like, I'm fat. This is bad. Fortunately, it fit. So I guess trying to lose the weight a little bit has been helpful because then I did actually squeeze into this jersey and got out there, but very thankful for the crew. That was very nice. I did not expect all that. A lot of fun. If you go on my Social media at Degenerate T Bone on Twitter or Instagram. You can go see all that stuff. But yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was it was a good weekend out there. They were, they do a really good job. So thanks to them for that. Has there ever been a week where you've been able to out name drop Jeff Rimmer? <laughs> this might be your opportunity. Yeah, now just I, been listening over the past couple of weeks. I don't know if the names have been all that stellar. No, I think I I think I could beat him with Boone Jenner and Zach Wierenski, even though he works with those guys and talks to them all the time. I think so. I think I could still top whatever he's done the last few weeks. So you have RJD two, you have uh, TikTok, Instagram jump rope. Oh, Tori girl, Boggs, yes, great. She's she. If you've not checked her out, like all the all the jump rope videos she's done, I don't I don't know how that. It's like it's like watching someone in real life because she did a couple of tricks while we were there. Of course. It was like watching CGI in front of my face. I've, I didn't, I'm like, how is this happening? I know it is because she's right there in front of me, but I couldn't believe some of the stuff she did. Like a flip while jumping rope. It looked like something out of the Matrix. It was now, crazy. Now, if anybody from any content team, whether it be Tory Boggs or the Columbus Crew or 97 Won the Fan, and you're listening to that segment, aren't you trying to get a collaboration with you and Tori in your Columbus <laughs> no, Crew no, kits you're not. No, you're not. jumping no, rope listen. together? She is like a... Because I, 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 I knew a little She's bit. She's a world I'd seen champion. Some, right. I'd seen some videos pop up here or there. I'd seen you know some stuff on social media. And I'm like... What what is going on? And then I looked at her bio, and she's got like thirty time champion of something <laughs> or other, and then world champion jump rope art from here. Very cool. Good weekend for Columbus. Part by of the it way. all. Columbus representing well in the uh, NASCAR world. Teddy's very excited because 
Daytona 500, Austin Cindric got the victory, and he was born in Columbus. Very cool story there, but uh, yeah, this is like, Columbus is just owning is what I'm saying right now. You got the Jackets playing well. Let's ignore Ohio State men's basketball for a second. But all those other things were really good, and yeah, that was that was very cool to see. I really think that's the only thing. Uh, the Cleveland Browns you can ignore, but Ohio State hoops, the Cleveland Browns, <laughs> ignore that. Ohio's the best at everything. Yeah, all right. Um, so we've got a lot to get to with this Jawan Howard situation. Um, initial thought, if you didn't see this, it was after their game against Wisconsin. They got their doors blown off. Bad look. Michigan just has not been good this year. Wisconsin beat them at the Kohl Center, all that stuff. The end of the game... Handshake line goes sideways. Jawan Howard gets into an arguing, shouting match with Greg Gard and other coaches for Wisconsin. Then it becomes hands are put on each other. They're both grabbing each other's shirts. Fingers are pointed in faces. And then assistant coach gets shoved by Jawan Howard. And then all hell breaks loose. And it, I mean, it's the closest I've seen in a while to the malice at the palace, except obviously not going into the stands. But it was it was a fight on that level. It was it was a pretty rough look for everyone involved there. Yeah, chaotic. Eric was hoping that it would become like an old ECW match. Have you ever seen Mick Foley fight Terry <laughs> Funk, where the fans bring the like the fans bring the weapons and they start throwing chairs at everybody? They, well, there's that one match. I don't think it was that, but where they threw they covered the ring. The ring in was covered chairs. in chairs. Yes, yes. Like that's kind of what I envisioned that to be. But then a regular, actual, not trying to be a man child. Eric just looked at Juwan Howard and said, "You just can't." swing you cannot take a swing at another person like that i don't know if he was aiming for guard or if he was aiming at an assistant but everybody's looking at like it's the zapruder film where we're trying to get all the angles and see you know who's really at fault in this juan howard's at fault because he swung and my favorite one as well it was it was just open hand you know how big that dude's hand is (laughs) there's maybe hunter dickinson it would still not be great is Probably the only person that can out hand size because this is hand size season. We got the yeah, NFL draft coming yeah, up. Yeah, got combine time. It's yeah. probably Hunter Dickinson with the largest hands in that arena, and then it's Juwan Howard. Yeah, he's a large yeah. human being making contact. And I think one of the assistants that did get the brunt of that posted a picture on Twitter with blood coming out of his mouth. So you can say like who started it or who was the main instigator here. Juwan Howard struck a human being. Yeah, right. I mean that's. You can't do that, no. and and there's there's been a lot of talk, and, and we'll take a break, and we'll talk more about this, because it, it warrants further discussion, but there's been a lot of talk, and I've heard this term come up all day about, you're a leader out there. You gotta, you know, you run a college basketball program, you gotta be a leader, and I, I wholeheartedly sure. agree with that. I hope we apply those standards evenly to everyone, because what we saw last night, unacceptable, not good. We need to make sure that we really actually mean what we say when we talk about leadership. We'll get into that next. Talk more about this situation when we come back. It's Man and Bone. Eric Reeser filling in on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for ramp restrictions. The ramp to 5th Avenue has reopened and westbound 670 at 5th Avenue. All lanes have reopened, but traffic is still slow as it recovers in that area. Plan on some residual backups. Striving Report is sponsored by Mattress Firm. Unjunk your sleep during the President's Day sale at Mattress Firm. Shop now and get a king bed for queen price, plus a free adjustable base with purchase. Don't miss hot buys like beds starting at just $159.99, plus Tempur-Pedic savings. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean-out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, 
beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Did you feel that? It's your radio getting fatter. Getting fatter. Chubby time! This is Common Man and T-Bone. Welcome in. Happy Monday to you. Eric Reeser is in for Common Man today. We've got the segment that's not a segment. Yikes. Coming up at 534. Reeser, pick a number for me. I'm going to test your crew medal here, Bone. The number that Darlington Nagby wears. That is number six. Call it number six. There you go. 614-821-9710 is the phone number. If you are the sixth caller, you get a four-pack of tickets to watch the Columbus Crew home opener against Vancouver this Saturday at Lower.com Field. I will be there before the game. I'm going to call into Fan Sports Saturday, and we'll talk a little bit it's about the program. Yeah. Some guy named Eric Reeser hosts it. You know. So who you got with you? Is it, it is Jensen it, Lewis and I. J. Lou, all right. We'll be on your crew pre-pre-game. And uh, so the interesting thing about Vancouver is I forgot there's a soccer team there. <laughs> Good. They Maybe did, that's not the interesting thing about too. Vancouver, but the they idiotic thing about Eric is he doesn't know that's okay. about Vancouver they've FC. Not, they've not been very good. Okay. They've, they've been very bad. So hopefully that's a good thing for yes. the crew to get off to a good start. Uh, the game will be at 3.30 here on the fan. We'll have all the coverage for you. And then after the game, Brandon Beam and I are going to do our podcast, Bone and Beam United. We're going to do a post-game show live from the pub which is at the stadium. It's their big soccer bar they have at the stadium. So if you're going to the game, come by, say hi. We'll be there hopefully celebrating a big crew victory. Uh, so yeah, there you go. Let's get back to Jawan Howard, this discussion, the situation between him and Greg Gard, where Greg Gard didn't exactly do the best thing, we no. can all admit, right? No, he's got fault in this. There was the, the backstory here is that there was a timeout called. Wisconsin's up 15. There's a few seconds left. He calls a timeout. He says he had his reasons. Jawan Howard is saying it was disrespectful. As he's walking by Greg Gard in the uh, handshake line, he says, I won't forget about this. And Greg Gard kind of grabs his, like, you know, just grabs his shirt, like, to stop him, not in a mean way necessarily, but a, certainly not the most respectful way I've seen either. And says, whoa, hang on. Whoa, what happened? Hey, you know, and then Jawan Howard says, no, don't, don't put your hands on me. And then they start having a little argument. And then it escalated to what you saw. I, I am wondering with this character issue where everyone is now saying, Juwan Howard, that's character. You can't do that. You're right. You're, yes. you're a college basketball coach. We talk all the time about as a coach, you're supposed to be a leader. You're supposed to teach guys how to be what they are. I don't recall a lot of that conversation happening when Mark Few got a DUI with Gonzaga earlier this year. Now that got kind of, there's a few differences, right? Because yes. you didn't, you didn't see it at 4 p.m. on CBS. <laughs> it wasn't on a, a Sunday televised arrest. Yes, but for the backstory on that, he got pulled over driving from his vacation home, which is in Idaho, back to Spokane, where you know he lives. It's just more than I think 30 or 40 miles somewhere in that range. He was driving so erratically that people were calling the police, saying there is a guy driving calls. crazy. He was speeding. He was swerving through lanes. He gets pulled over. He refused initially. The police's request to submit to a breathalyzer they said when you get out of the did you have anything to drink no was his answer anyway he eventually blew a 0.12 well over the limit got busted for dui could have faced six months in jail got off and said with a you know learn how to not drink and drive program which fine but my point there is 
that didn't quite get the same attention this one is. And I know why, because it wasn't on national television, but that's a character issue too. And I feel like, or that's a leader of men issue where you're in a leadership position. You're, you're, you could throw everything away with that bad decision. I don't feel like I heard nearly the vitriol for that, that I'm hearing for Juwan Howard today. And rightfully Juwan Howard, this is bad. He may end up losing his job over this, but let's keep the main thing. The main thing. Everyone who talks about character, you don't care about it if if it's Mark Few for for the most part, because Mark Few is twenty three and two right now. They're the number Few, one team in the country. Yes, and they may win a national championship this year. And Gonzaga, yep. they gave him a two game suspension that I believe both of the games were exhibition games. Oh, maybe, they didn't matter. Maybe one of them wasn't, but it right. He was back when they played. I think Texas was ranked fifth at the time when they had their game early in the season, and he was back for that game. They got that sorted out real quick. My point is. These suspensions and character issues seem to matter more when you're not doing as well. John Howard not doing as well this year. He will probably get a lengthy suspension. It's not necessarily because everyone cares about character. It's because it's kind of not really that important right now in the bigger picture. It, I wonder if it would be if he was undefeated or one loss and this team was like a Final Four possible team. I wonder if it would be different. That's all. I don't think this is a fireable offense for Howard. I think that this is strike two because he had the dust up with Turgeon last year that That's was so true. bad and That's so egregious true. that it prompted Kevin Warren to come out into public and make an appearance, something that COVID-19 couldn't even do. No, he he is. He I'm, is. I'm joking, obviously, about the seriousness of Turgeon and <laughs> he is Howard's like Gand- dust up. He's like Gandalf as far as his reclusiveness, and then yep. all of a sudden he he comes out and you shall not pass, and then you're like, oh, I guess we're not having football. We're doing he that anymore. Again. Yep. <laughs> he scurries back to wherever. But but with this, the second as many incidents, and when we say he's a college basketball coach, we're not talking about like Jabroni State. That he just coaches, you know, some small I would, school. I would, I would apply to Jabroni State. I, I probably would make it. The Rock just sends you your denial or he acceptance just shouts letter. at you. He doesn't. Yeah, no letter. He's <laughs> he like, does it get over there, Jabroni. Style in tight shirts on a microphone, yelling at you. <laughs> like, did I pass or like what's happening here? No, but your point is well taken. This is Michigan. This is, this supposed, is, this is to be, supposed to be a big time program, and you're acting like an amateur out there. That's that's not good. And similarly with Greg Gard, you're not just at who cares tech. You're at Wisconsin. Guys, act like you've been there before. Act like you've been in high-pressure situations where the guy you're coaching against does something that you do not like. Yeah. And it's uh, fine right. if he blows by you in the handshake line guard. Don't be a baby like, oh, you disrespected me. Like, this is these are high-stakes games here. Like, both teams, we're not going to, you know, try to weigh their give-a-crap levels there because I would imagine this is a game both teams needed. Yeah, well, so there's going to be say, tension. I think there are, yeah, and, and, and that's... I guess what I'm saying when I look at this is, as a coach, you should not lay hands on anyone. You should not touch them. We also spent a lot of time, a lot of time over the last 30 years, talking about the legend of a guy who didn't put his hands on other coaches, put his physically abused his players in Bobby Knight, and people still were like, ah, but he wins. Ah, but he's really good. And then he, he had to part ways in Indiana. And what happened? Did he just disappear? No, he went down to Texas Tech and coached for a while, right? I mean, I'm saying it's a bad look for Jawan Howard. I am also saying there wasn't a lot of vitriol when Coach K had his players have a DUI. You remember Paolo Bancaro got the DUI? Well, it Bancaro wasn't technically a DUI. His grandson. Coach K's it. grandson was conveniently, or not, driving 
the SUV that belongs to Paolo Bancaro while both of them were drunk. <laughs> they were pulled over and his son was driving or grandson. I'm sorry. who's on the team too. Paolo Bancaro. I want to say got no suspension or maybe sat a half. Teddy double check. Maybe I'm wrong. And if I'm wrong, I, my point is coach K's won a lot of games and no one was like coach K. That's you're a leader. Coach K came out and said, oh, they're different situations. Yeah, I know they are. One yes. guy's 6'10", he's going you're to the right. NBA. The other guy's your slap-blank grandson is what <laughs> I was going to say. Slap something. Oh, I can't say I'm just saying we don't seem to hold the same standards often about leadership and character when we it's don't. a guy who can really coach versus Juwan Howard, who I don't think is just – I just don't think he's that good of a coach. I know last year he got a lot of plaudits for his coaching, but look how that's been this year. Well, you know, we I, – I think – this might be some Buckeye uh, Schadenfreude here, but did Juwan Howard wake up on third and hit a triple? A little, a little. Were, bit. were his cupboards bare after John Beeline That's bailed fair. for the Cleveland That's, Cavaliers? That's totally fair. And and right. I mean, also yes. I mean, you you do have to come into that and now see how difficult it is. And it's not unfair not so to judge easy. a college coach harsher after two years than you did after one year, or after three years after one year. Like you have to look at that too. But look. To to be if I can put my my feet in the shoes of a Michigan fan for just a second, big shoes. Oh, the <laughs> John Howard shoes. Well, those I was saying a Michigan fan, Bobby's regular shoes. If this happened with a Buckeye coach, I'm embarrassed. I'm mad. I can understand Michigan fans saying, "I don't want this guy to be our head coach." Yep. I'm just saying there would be less of that if he was coaching a little bit better this year. I know I he's a legend there. I'm saying I think some of this vitriol is. And he's not really that good of a coach either. Our team is wildly underperformed, and now you do this? Could understand where the Michigan man now has cause to dismiss Juwan Howard. And I, I wonder that because as we approach 24 hours from this incident happening, happening, and we've only heard statements from people saying, yeah, no, we're aware. We, yeah. we'll, we'll do the appropriate thing at the appropriate time. Like, what does any of that mean? Mm-hmm. Either decide or don't. I, I guess they're still in, you know, in their dungeon and the Big Ten uh, office is trying to figure out who's actually at fault here. Remember, the head coach of the team open hand smacked another coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but there's got to be some accountability there, and also with guard for putting his. You just uh, you can make all the giggles about a handshake line, but outside of the handshake, do not put your hands on another person like that. No. You can't. It's not acceptable. And it's right. He'll get a suspension. He will deserve to get the suspension. I'm just saying, let's look at all of the coaches who, equally. who do not actually exhibit leadership all the time. And let's judge everyone on the same playing field there. Uh, would you pay $50 million for 15 minutes of fame? Well, of course we wouldn't. But the NFL believes someone will. I'll explain that next. It's Man and Bone with Reese filling in on the fan. Fan traffic from the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some slowdowns to watch out for on the roads right now. You are going to find some delays on I-71 southbound between 670 and East Broad. Street traffic is beginning to build in that area. And more delays on Route 315 southbound between Kinnear Road and 670. Traffic is slow there as well. Traffic report is sponsored by Indeed.com. Hiring can be a headache. That's why there's Indeed, a hiring platform that removes the hassle. Sponsor a job and immediately get a short list of quality candidates. And you can schedule and conduct video interviews right on their site. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. On the NRA with fan traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. 
Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Come for the obesity. Stay for the anger. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Hope your Monday's going well. No Common Man today. Eric Reeser filling in for him. We've got some WWE tickets to give away later in the show, so be listening for that. We also have the segment that's not a segment, and that is called Yikes, coming up 534. Reeser is in for Common Man. We have been talking quite a bit about this Jawan Howard discussion. You can always tweet at us, at manandbone971, if you've got thoughts on something we're talking about, but... Yeah, it was it was not a good look there, and I'm I'm st- we're still waiting to find out if there's a punishment yet, but we haven't seen it come down as of yet. Do we expect that before the end of the program today? I, if I were a betting man, I would say yes. I think we get it before six. You got a lot more faith in the Big Ten than I do. Well, I think well, it, no, because it should be Michigan. It, it should be it Wisconsin because Ted and I were talking about this before the show. Michigan doesn't have a or a, sorry, the Big Ten. I think rightfully so doesn't have a ton of power to suspend coaches in this way. Because I do think that will... Now, I'm sure they call the school and they say, you need to do something. But I think that's purposeful because they don't want the Big Ten to be looked at as, you're trying to kill this team's chances. They're a bubble team right now. The Big Ten comes out, why would they? And try to keep one of their teams out of the tournament. I could just see in the conference how it looks bad if they come down harshly on one team. And then if some similar incident happens again or some other thing, like we talked about, what if a coach gets a DUI? Is that better or worse than what happened yesterday? I don't know. You could argue one of them's worse because one of them could potentially result in people dying yes. as opposed to just something that's really classless and doesn't look great. One of them's actually really dangerous. Anyway, the point is, what do you do there? Do you come and suspend someone for that? Leaving that up to the schools is probably the better thing, but they were going to have a conference call today with Greg Gard and Joan Howard. I'm sure once that's all uh, wrapped up. They should have absolutely put that out there like, Pay a dollar and you can join oh, live. Let me tell to the you Big right Ten now. Conference call. If, if you want to get people on that stupid app, there you Big go. Ten, Big Ten Plus. Yeah, you put it on there and say you can go jump in and hear the entire thing. I would have been. You're right. People would have been on that. We go. We could have gone live to it. Yeah, that would have goes live <laughs> to this phone. Call. That's what I actually want. That's, con- I don't, that's I don't, content. I don't need to see people going <laughs> and like trying out different foods and different. Although those shows are fine oh, and they right? have their place. Yeah. yeah, the campus eats whatever. That's all fine. I'm just saying. I also want some of this. I want to see some of the business getting done. That's what I want to see. Mm-hmm. Speaking of business, did you see this number that they're talking about? Super Bowl halftime show has been sponsored by Pepsi the last few years. It's been a big deal for them. They have apparently said, according to the Sports Business Journal, uh, Terry Lefton, who I read every day, reports that they will be out. Pepsi is no longer going to sponsor this, or rather the Frito-Lay Pepsi people. Anyway, they have said this spot now being open to sponsor the halftime show for the Super Bowl. They are expecting next year this will get 40 to $50 million for essentially 12 to 15 minutes of you own this segment of the Super Bowl with hundreds of millions of, you know, a hundred million people watching it. That's nothing to sniff at, but I just $50 million right. for a 15 minute I wonder commercial. What, half, not even totally 50 minutes of a, I didn't get the vibe that that was all Pepsi. I had no this. idea. I, you could have asked me coming into the show today. Hey, who sponsors the halftime <laughs> show? And I'm like, I don't know. 
Bissell? Doc, Dr. Dre is what it's I took away from that. I got service the, I got the right. vibe he was doing it. Snoop Dogg? I don't know. You have to, uh, The question that I have for all of this is what would a company see as a return on that investment? Because do you not know what Pepsi is? Like, is it, an, is it a, a chance to advertise your product? Is it a chance to get your product name yeah. said 50 million times? Or is it just, hey, we have this money. Let's use our fun coupons on the halftime show. And there'll probably be another big name corporation. I think like Verizon was one that was thrown out there. Possibly Jeff Bezos comes in and says, I'm going to go to the moon and sponsor the halftime but just, show. Like, it's great. just him. It's not even no, it's Amazon. The Jeff he's Bezos like, halftime show. He's like, hi, I'm Jeff Bezos. I've turned myself into an alien. Would you like to join me in space? Let's all go together. And then he just stares at the camera weirdly for 15 minutes. <laughs> You're like, is this know. a halftime show or are you just being weird and creepy? What's you know, happening? With all of the acts that are thrown out that just would be terrible halftime <laughs> shows, having Jeff Bezos do like a variety hour or a variety 20 minutes well, and call it the Jeff Bezos halftime extravaganza. Absolutely. Which of these billionaires like Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, who do you think is the most likely Bill Gates? To say who would be who could be talked into believing they could just be they the could entertain show. the entire and world. I, I think the answer is Elon Musk. I think Elon Musk would pull a bunch of Teslas out there and then think like people are really going to enjoy hearing people me talk care about this. They're going to love to hear me talk. <laughs> I'm really important what I have to say. Well, he never finishes anything, so I wonder <laughs> if they give him what twenty minutes. Yes. It only takes thirteen, and then it's kind of like, all right, now what do we do? Like, yes. I feel like Bezos, you might have to trim for time because he would be long winded and corporate, but also ridiculously entertaining. Because I imagine these billionaires, what goes on in their head is like a unicorn racing across a rainbow into space. Here's the other thing that's eminently clear. No one's likely to do that, but if a billionaire like Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos said, I will spend $50 million and I just want to do a TED Talk, sure, the NFL would absolutely not tell them no. Take your money. The NFL would be like, what is it, $50 million? How about 55 Okay, we'll take it. Yeah, and they, they would just- They could ask and be like, all right, here's, here's the check. That's what they would do, we'll yes. Per- we'll provide dancers and pretend that people want to- sit in front of it and we can pull them from the stands and it'll look fine. I actually think what would be the best is if we could all just pull our money together collectively as a society. I'm not saying, and and we we have many other things that need fixed before this, but I would like to get out like no. $50 million together. And then I want Bezos and, and Elon Musk and they wrestle. And then at the end of it, like then we send in two pro wrestlers and they just both like actually pile drive them and, move on, and then they're done. There will never be, in my opinion, a better halftime experience than watching The Rock and Mankind wrestle. And yes. I forget when that was. That's what WWE I, used to do. They I would, remember. They would have that. What do they call that? Halftime heat. Halftime heat. I remember heat. making would, a stink of yes. it because it was for the championship. And I think they did a uh, uh, empty arena brawl where Mankind ended up dropping a forklift or a pallet onto The Rock <laughs> yes. and winning the WWF title. Yes. That was Sign great. Me up for that, but it could be Bezos and Musk. Yeah. yeah Fine. I would watch that. Absolutely. So there we go. I think we fixed it. <laughs> we fixed the halftime we just show. Need, we just need fifty million dollars now. Bezos's Mr. Sacco would be, <laughs> or do you think Elon would have the Mr. Sacco? Because uh, that played a prominent role in that uh, empty arena match. Yeah, I don't. I don't think Jeff Bezos wears socks. No, He's got okay. like some goofy reason of like they're micro by like they, there's too much uh, microbes <laughs> on them and they sure. mess with. Yeah, Elon Musk would probably have some kind of weird sock thing. I don't know. Uh, former teammate of Tom Brady's. Claiming there was a rift between Brady and Bruce Arians in Tampa. We'll explain all that next. It's Man and Bone. Eric Reeser filling in on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. 
Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident in I-70 westbound after US-33. This accident does involve an injury crash with a motorcycle. Please be very careful as things begin to get cleaned up. Plan on some stop-and-go traffic for at least another 20 minutes. This traffic report is sponsored by Ace Hardware West Jefferson, now hiring. Looking for a long-term career? Ace Hardware is now hiring. They're recruiting for CDL truck drivers in the West Jefferson Distribution Center. They offer great pay and benefits with a $10,000 sign-up bonus. Apply now at acehardware.com. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the Care Creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Just be glad you aren't as stupid as these two. Oh, yes. This, this is Common Man and T-Bone. Hope your Monday is going well. Eric Reeser in for Common Man today. We have got wrestling tickets to give away. Yes, WWE Monday Night Raw tickets. Monday Night Raw coming next Monday to Nationwide Arena. So this hour, I'm giving away these tickets when you hear this, we're going to take the seventh caller, 614-821-9710. Not now. Don't call now. So at Jabroni State, when you're receiving your <laughs> diploma, that's what, that's what the rock yells at you. That's it what he doesn't yells at you. matter what your major is. Mm-hmm. That's right. And you just They throw it at you and you leave. See, that was what they missed with the Super Bowl intro where the rock came out. And you know... Maybe you don't, but I do. I love The Rock. So do I. I also love Dwayne Johnson, the human, like fine Great human He's being, doing yes. good things. Lifts a little too much weight for but my taste. Get but let the him hell lift. off the field, please. Yes, if you're not going to do rock shtick. Well, right. Like they made The Rock nice. That's not no. why he's popular. Right. Now he is popular because he's an action star, and in those movies, he's different. The reason you brought him out there to do the finally the Super Bowl has come back, like. You're doing The Rock's thing now. He has to act like The Rock. He has to talk some crap about one of the teams on the field. He cannot be just like, happy to be here. He needs to call Odell Beckham Jr. a Rudy Pooh. <laughs> like, those things need to happen. I, and maybe this is just me. And I, I, They I should have brought I, Jonathan Coachman out of wherever he is now and just had him be like, hey, Rock, what do you think about the Super Bowl? He's <laughs> like, well, I'll tell you, Coachman. You know, and he just, you know, I don't know what in the blue hell you're wearing and just. Go with that. Calling Zach Taylor a candy ass and just going <laughs> off on the fans in the city of Los Angeles. Because, uh, and again, I, I think I'm in the minority with this, but when you talk about like, and it's the big game and everybody's worked so hard to get here, that stuff falls so flat for me. Uh, like, you've got to work harder than your opponent. And do they not know it's that the, the Jags. It's the game that everybody's worked this hard for. And it's like, all right, just either go to commercial, kick the ball off. Yeah. Leave. The, the Jags also worked hard. They're just not as good. You know what I mean? Like, we always say that, like, oh, they worked really hard. It's like, not everybody in the NFL worked pretty hard to get to the NFL. There are levels where you're Tom Brady eating avocado ice cream to stay on the field. Mm. That is like a new level that no one has seen that's, that's like crazy. But go read anybody's biography who's been in any league for a long time. I read Andre Iguodala's autobiography not too long ago. And that's all he talks about is how, like, Every day he's getting up and doing things in the middle of the summer to make sure he'll yep. be good by October. We still hear the insane stuff that Kobe did. 
Like yeah. about how he would just be working 23 out of the 24 hours in the day, and then he would just bleep talk every single person about how they're never going to outwork him. And that's great for those, you know, for those, for athletes. That's great for people if that's something that motivates you to get going in the day. But to have The Rock do that at the Super Bowl was just like, I, I need heel rock shtick. <laughs> to entertain yes. me so right yeah and you're right it would have been nice if he could have actually instead of making it all somber about how hard everyone's works like everyone works hard let's get something we all something. are we know trying here and we all you know are trying hard, to persevere through things you know how hard they worked on that halftime show like they everyone worked hard like, you, had, it's, you had to suspend 50 cent from the ceiling <laughs> no he did did you see the video of that yes he pulled himself up and then but hooked something his legs had to in. hold him there no, but though. he hooked his legs in he's just People were giving that guy crap for looking a little chubby. I don't care, man. He oh, can it's do the it. quarantine fifteen, he and that's do, fine. But he's but he's strong. Yes. Like he's got his muscles still. Like whatever, dude. I don't know what. I don't know if he's doing HGH. Whatever you're doing, man. <laughs> well, I, he doesn't get I don't tested. care. No, it's not illegal to be just a human doing that. Sure. Go right ahead. But the Rock could have like brought. A, they could have made a character kid come out there who's like, oh, and this little Joey comes out. He's got a Browns jersey on. And the Rock yeah. just trashes the Browns and trashes little Joey <laughs> or like a Rams or like a, an Oakland Raiders fan because they're in Los Angeles to get that heat. Just yeah. trashes the Raiders and trashes little Johnny for having a Raiders jersey on. Like, do that. Yeah, I would have been totally down for that. As a Browns fan, I would have signed off. Yes. By the way, Man and Bro- Man and Brone? That's, <laughs> that's a new one. Man that's and the Saturday Brone. Day Drinking Show. That's right. Yeah, bros. What's up? Man and Bone brought to you by Hinderer Motorsports right here on The Fan. All right. Let's talk about this Rich Ornberger who played with Tom Brady back in the day for a couple years. Former NFL player. What is he? Isn't a radio show now, I think? Out in San Diego. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He had so, a bad weekend. Boy, he did, because if you missed this on Friday, he tweeted out that he was told that Pat Mahomes had spoken to his girlfriend, uh, Brittany Murphy, is that, am I, no, is that right? Whatever. Is, Her name's Brittany, and I think Brittany they're actually something. married, so she's got Mahomes. Oh, is she Brittany Mahomes? Uh-huh. Okay, I couldn't remember. I know they have a child together. Anyway, uh, so his fiance, that's what she is. Sure. Yeah. So uh, he spoke to his brother and fiance about how they were embarrassing Pat Mahomes and maybe you don't come to games this year. And (laughs) that all seemed plausible that they are kind of embarrassing and weird, but apparently that didn't happen. Now, Rich Ornberger was the guy who said, I was told on good authority. It turns out his good authority was someone on Twitter catfished him and said he was this unimpeachable source that he really wasn't. He has now had to come out over the weekend, Rich Ornberger, and say, whoops, got that wrong. Maybe coincidentally, or maybe because he's trying to bury that and tweet right through it. The next thing we heard was that he has this super top secret information on how Tom Brady and Bruce Arians have this big dysfunction. And so his his tweets and statements about that are that basically Byron Left, which is the offensive coordinator for Tampa and Brady, they were responsible for the offensive game plan. Bruce Arians had nothing to do with that. But then Bruce Arians would come in and cross out things he didn't like and that caused a rift between those guys. Arians has denied this. Orenberger has doubled down on it. I don't know. Do you believe this guy after no, his issues that he had on Friday? I don't either. And you never tweet through it. Never. 
tweet It seems like it. that's what he's trying to you do. You tweet, and if you get it wrong, you apologize, and then let it breathe. Give it some space here. He did apologize. He just then went right into like the no. next thing that he could be no! getting right. Apologize, and, and just let that be it. But for Ornberger, so Patrick Mahomes himself had to come out and dispute that report, which you could understand that actually being a meeting that happened between Jackson, Brittany, and Patrick saying, you two are bad for my $400 million brand. Stay away from Chiefs games. But that wasn't the case. And then with this, so if we want to say that, okay, that this is something that might have happened, do you really see Bruce Arians going to Tom Brady and Byron Leftwich and saying, your plan sucks? I'm just going to cross it out. And those two being okay with it and them making a run like they did in the NFC, in the playoffs, right. they would have that kind of success if the head coach was constantly stepping over the greatest quarterback of all time and a really good offensive mind in Byron Leftwich. Like that, those things just don't add up. Like I, I add two and two to that, and I get seventeen. It and doesn't, then make, it doesn't out, make a ton of sense to me, but I, I, I feel like there's some credibility given to this because. Rich Ornberger has a level of credibility because he knew Had. knows knew knew knows of Tom Brady. So sure. people are like, oh well, maybe he didn't know about Pat Mahomes. But on this, I just think it's too it's it would suck if you got this very legit information from Tom Brady right after you got very not legit and illegitimate information about Pat Mahomes because it kind of looks like you're trying to cover your tracks. Oh yeah, absolutely. Kind of looks like you're saying, oh yeah, I got that wrong. But look, I didn't get this wrong. It's just not great timing, even if it is a real thing. But I'm with you. I kind of believe this is him taking something that probably is. Maybe he's heard this for a little while and he was like, I got to get something else out there to make people think of Rich Ornberger in this you know, different way. But well, then, doesn't so seem like it's going to work. When I say Ornberger had a bad weekend, Mike Florio came out with an article saying he had received similar information about uh, Patrick Mahomes meeting with his fiance and brother. But he didn't trust that source, so he didn't run with the story. When Mike Florio dunks on you, it is just time to log off. For a little while. Yes. Let it breathe because you know it's bad when Florio completely disagrees with how you're going about journalism. Do you think we're in a good spot just in general with where we are? Because I don't even know. Does Rich Ornberger consider himself a journalist? Like, we do the similar job to what he does, right? He's on a sports radio station in a different city than we are. I don't consider myself doing this job a journalist. Now, I if I am told something and I believe this person who tells me, and I've had that, sure, mostly with, you know, like Save the Crew, when that was all going on, I heard a lot of very interesting things that I wasn't at liberty to discuss on the air, but it had an impact and, and could have been newsworthy. And I actually had to reach out to people who do news and say, is this the right way to handle it? Should I wait on this? You know, and they gave me some good advice. But I know I'm not an actual journalist. Right. I didn't go to school for that. That's not my thing. I don't know if this guy considers himself that now that he's on the... Just because you're on the radio and you have a microphone in front of you doesn't make you a journalist. There's Absolutely. a lot more to that. You are not a journalist, but you still have to operate with some journalistic integrity. I think you do. I think you have a huge responsibility when yes. you have a microphone in front of your face. I'm just wondering if this guy views it that way or if he's looking at it as this is all a way for me to just get myself noticed and whatever else. I, I don't know. And that's the hard kind of part of this job that you don't know what everyone else who's doing this is thinking. And this guy may be thinking, yeah, I'm going to break news left and right. That's what I want to be. Or I could just be a guy who heard some things and likes to put it out there and likes to stir the pot. So there's that there's different levels with uh, especially the Arians and the Ornberger stuff is because it's not really news. It's just gossip. So who cares? That's true. It's not like it changed. I mean, unless you're saying Brady's still retired. (laughs) 
and I'm using air <laughs> yeah. quotes there. Air quotes, right. Bruce Arians is still the head coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Byron Leftwich told Jacksonville thanks, but no thanks. Is still the offensive coordinator in Tampa unless something has changed, and I'm just well, I am an idiot, but unless I've heard unless something's been done differently there. And so he's just stirring the pot for gossipy retweets or for clout or for some other reason than why it because I, I saw this and I go, why is this news? I don't yeah, care. Right. And then I, yeah. Rick Stroud, who is uh, the guy from the Tampa Bay Times, who actually was one of the first to kind of crack uh, or at least dig holes into the initial Tom Brady retirement story, saying, well, the Buccaneers haven't said anything yet. And then everything kind of fell apart on that Saturday. Rick Stroud, the legitimate journalist there, and, and the, the quote is, is incredible from Arian, says that it actually pissed him off that he had to respond to that article to Rick Stroud leads me to kind of lean towards, or at least very far away from Ornberger. Yeah. Yeah, I tend to agree with you, but we'll, we'll find out, I guess, if you're right. It's more gossip than news, yeah. but it's also something that I just wonder, you know, what does that mean for Byron Leftwich and Bruce Arians working together in the future, if it is real? But everything sounds like, no, Bruce Arians kind of knew Leftwich runs the offense with Tom Brady, and he just kind of leaves it alone. Well, if that's the case, then it seems like that wouldn't be a big problem. Uh, we'll talk about the thing I didn't want to talk about earlier, Buckeyes and Iowa. We'll talk it. about that and about getting back to it. Uh, that's all coming up next. It's Man and Bone. Eric Reeser filling in on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident closing down I-70 westbound between US-33 and Livingston Avenue. Traffic is stopped from James Road in this area. This injury crash does involve a motorcycle. Emergency crews are on scene blocking all lanes. Please avoid the area if possible. This traffic report is sponsored by eBay Motors. Getting stuck in traffic is part of owning a car. Getting stuck because you don't have the right parts doesn't have to be. That's because eBay Motors has all the right parts at the right prices. 122 million of them. So keep moving and moving in style at ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the Care Creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Objects in radio may be dumber than they appear. This is Man and Bone. Hope your Monday's going well. Eric Reeser filling in for Common Man today. Lots to get to still this hour. We also have the segment that's not a segment. Yikes. Coming up at 534. You could say at least one of those uh, yikes could go towards OSU men's basketball last night or yesterday afternoon rather. Losing to Iowa, not exactly what you're looking for there. I don't know why I said yesterday. It was Saturday. My days are all mixed up. But yeah, going down to Iowa as they were very close. It was a, you know, looked like a game that Ohio State could win. And then down the stretch, they just seemed like they fell apart. Well, it's the second game in in four contests that they've just in the last four minutes forgot how to play basketball. Which is is bizarre, right? It's not something that I, I expect out of this team. And I don't. I don't think it's unfair to question the preparation when you're getting into the crunch time moments where you need to make plays and you need to execute, and that's not happening. I'm not saying that's all on Chris Holtman. I'm not saying Chris Holtman is a bad coach. No. I'm saying, isn't it fair to ask questions about why that seems to keep happening if that's what's going so, on? Yes. When you can't execute, when you're turning the ball over left and right, it, I mean, yeah, that's on the players. 
right? I mean, I, I, I would put a lot of it on them. Well, you have to put a lot of it on the players because they're the ones physically playing the basketball game. I mean, we get a lot from the we not big fans of Chris Holtman crowd. Yeah, which I, I like. I understand consternation there because at the end of at the end of this all, it, it it's on him to come up with, come up with proper game plan to do it. And so for the end last four minutes of Rutgers, there were offensive calls that were really good and they just were poorly executed. And then Iowa, it felt like they were trying to do some of the similar play calls, which had me thinking, okay, if those aren't working. Yeah, maybe we take the actual red pen and scribble those out. (laughs) Maybe that's when you do that. So that falls on him. But this was an execution thing for me down the stretch against Iowa. And and I I know that that's where it's it's difficult because I can understand saying execution is not there. Well, who does that fall to? Does it fall to the players in the game? Yeah, but there's a level of preparation. You know, how many times have you heard a coach say, I've got to put these guys in better spots? You know what I mean? At some point... How are you doing that? And if you if you are getting them in a good spot, if you are creating an offense that this team can execute, maybe I know it's hard to adjust that in a season, right? I mean, you got to kind of stick with what you run, but at some point, if it's not getting executed well, and if you keep falling apart down the stretch, that's got to be addressed in some way. And I know Chris Holman's trying to. I'm I'm just pointing out the signs you're seeing and the problems you're seeing if they continue to pop up. That can be on a group of players, but there's a guy at the top of all that who's getting paid a lot of money. I'm saying it's not wrong to examine everything. That's all. Absolutely. It's not wrong to look at Chris Holman's performance and say, is he getting the job done or not? And if so, is that because he needs some different assistance? Is there something communication wise with the players? Is it just the players in this moment are all kind of in funks at the wrong times and late in games, this crops up. I don't really know exactly how to put my finger on it. I wish I did. I would I would make suggestions, but right now it's just disheartening to watch, and I hope they can you know shake this off fairly quickly. So the the conversations about you know Holtman and his assistants and the type of players are, are for like the end of this season, and and I understand you know yeah. you you run Minnesota out of the Schottenstein Center, and then you I, I don't know if there's much to change up obviously schematically because I will present much different challenges like a Keegan Murray who I didn't have in my Big Ten Player of the Year race until Saturday. Um, you know, sure. having the first half that he did and then having the complete game that he did. But th- we had said at the beginning of the season, like, what what's going to happen with this backcourt? You know, Malachi Branham is probably going to contribute, and we think he's going to be good as the season moves on. But if you thought you were going to have to lean on him for your primary point producer, right? Boy, you're in trouble. Well, I think I think his growth has been exceptional. He has been you know, able to grow, but you can still see that he's a freshman. Yes. You can still see there are plenty of raw moments out there and that's okay. It's something that is more jarring when EJ Liddell is having his struggles down is. the stretch. And I, again, that's a guy who's in the player of the year conversation in the big 10. I, I don't, I don't want to harp on him too much because I do think he is a special player. You just want to see it. You want to see it be better. And, and I, I do, I do think the best thing they could have happen for them is the fact they don't have to wait around a week to play another game. They get to play tonight. It's a it's a big time game. You have got revenge on your mind because of the way Indiana that game went. It was a similar thing, you got right? Bullied by the Hoosiers. You got pushed around in Assembly Hall. I would love to see this team come back tonight and say, "Yeah, that's not happening here." And we're not that team that you saw against Iowa down the stretch. We are going to be able to get this back because then you've got Illinois after that on the road. That's not going to be easy. So you you can't let this turn into a three four game slide no. something like that. This is the wrong time of year to have that. So. Tonight, it's got to turn, 
and then you got to focus on Indiana in a few days after that. But yeah, a couple games on FS1, CBS. I mean, it. Everyone's going to be watching you in college basketball the next few times you go out on the court. It's ain't you're you're almost out of BTN land. So you you know what's going on here, right? The stakes are high. We're getting close to March. It's time to go. With the questions you have with the injury to Michi, and you're not sure about um, Justice Suing uh, if you're going to get him for at, at all um, in the I'm rest not, of the season. I'm not season. even counting. I'm not. I'm not saying this in a bad way towards him. I'm just not even counting on it. I, I, I'm, I'm leaning there yeah. towards you, but you can't afford to be doing the gauntlet that you did the end of last season, considering what you, no. this team is right now and how their health's been up and down so much, how they've got, what's it now? Uh, it was seven games in 16 days, so almost a game every other day you're playing. Then the rigors of the Big Ten tournament, you need that bye in the first round because you saw what happened at the end of last season with how they had to go through that gauntlet in the Big Ten tournament and they no-showed the NCAA tournament because they just didn't have the legs under them and you are teetering on the edge because guess who's right behind you friggin rudkers and boy <laughs> wouldn't the scarlet knights like to have a first round buy in the big 10 tournament yeah that is they can beat anybody no that is definitely ugh. not ideal no it's not ideal and it's frustrating <laughs> so, it's very get very it together and it's great you have an opportunity tonight against indiana at seven yeah absolutely right and who what is indiana's uh trace their- jackson davis Just walked right into that one. I did. You Wait, did. does that mean? Yeah, it means okay. it just that's you know. Oh, that's what I mean. Yeah, you got it. There we go. Yeah, let's see what happens with the Buckeyes. Yeah. Hopefully, get it. Hopefully, they can shove it back in Indiana's face. Enough on that. If you know what that sounder means, good luck. Enjoy. We'll be back. We'll take a break. When we come back, uh, we will talk a little bit about LeBron. Reeser is a Cavs fan who's not exactly thrilled with the idea no, of LeBron coming back away. to the Cavs. We'll discuss next. We'll unpack. We'll, we'll peel this onion a little bit more. Pull it back next. It's Man and Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident involving injuries on East Whittier Street at Ohio Avenue. Traffic is beginning to build in that area as things get cleaned up. You'll also find a crash on I-70 westbound after US-33. All lanes have reopened. This accident does involve a motorcycle, but plan on some residual slowdowns in that area. Traffic report is sponsored by Mucinex 12 Hour. Did you know that doctors use Mucinex? That's right. Mucinex is the number one OTC brand doctors trust with themselves and their families. So with cold and flu season upon us, why would you use anything else? Grab Mucinex and put yourself back in control. Available at CVS. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the Care Creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Highly medicated, barely educated. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Monday to you. I almost said Timmy Hall is in with me today. Wow, Reeser. I am so sorry about that. Eric Reeser. Eric Reeser is in here. No, I just mean... two handsome, intelligent, mustached individuals. (laughs) Nothing wrong with... That's right. It's a compliment, damn it. Also, happy belated birthday to Tim, because we we finally got it right this time. Yeah, his birthday. Actually, you know what's sad? I saw Tim yesterday and today and did not wish him happy birthday, even though I should have known, because we got it. Our station sent out an incorrect email wishing him happy birthday like two weeks ago, and now it's actually his birthday, and I forgot to wish him happy birthday. So 
Sorry about you that. You just did. And you can yeah, do it later. He'll be I'll in. Do it. I'll do it when I see him He's a little bit. He's got the warm-up yeah. at 6. That's right. Anyway, Eric Reeser is in for Common Man today. So, Reeser is sitting here next to me wearing his Cleveland Cavaliers shirt, his sweatshirt. The All-Star Game was in Cleveland, and so we had a bit of an interesting moment. I had a few of them, right? Yeah, several. 75 greatest NBA players of all time. I think assembled. only 74 because Michael, I think, was at Daytona 500. <laughs> no, was no, he, 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 he was there. Okay. He, he showed up because there was a there was a video of him and LeBron like hugging it out and having a moment. And I I gotta say I saw that and I got a little emotional. And and this is gonna be a little you know it's gonna be a little sentimental. But I I honestly saw those two hugging. And I thought, man, Kobe should be here. Too. Like those three okay, should yeah. have that moment, right? Like it's sad that that wasn't happening. But anyway, that that was a neat touching moment. The seventy five players being out there or the ones who are still alive still with us being out there that was that was really neat to see but lebron at the end of the all-star game if you didn't watch this steph curry had like 37 three-pointers uh, not points like three-pointers Pointers, just yeah. ridiculous he got all-star game mvp it was very cool all that stuff but the last shot came down to lebron he had it and he drains one fall away classic lebron shot and of course he hits a game winner in Cleveland, there's a lot of things going on mm-hmm. there. Cleveland is one of the more interesting teams. If you've not watched the Cavs, pretty interesting basketball team right now. Good young core. What if LeBron wants to come back to Cleveland to wrap up go. his career? Yeah. And we were talking about this in the office today, and Reese about lost his damn mind. Like, absolutely not. I don't want LeBron here. Explain this. Why don't you want LeBron? So he's got one year left on his deal with the Lakers. And so I believe yes. not this summer, but next summer he can become a free agent. And you know, he's obviously not thrilled with how things are going in Hollywood, not thrilled with the Lakers and, and what, for some reason, he's blaming any, how we can blame are anybody. Are you telling me that LeBron James picks a destination, goes there, demands all these trades, and there's relative success early? Yes. But eventually, once he becomes the full-time GM of the team, mm-hmm. starts to not work out well. Is that what you're telling That's me? Because exactly we've never seen you. that pattern except everywhere else he's ever been. So with that being said, I understand the all-time talent LeBron is, probably the second best basketball player to ever walk this planet. Mm-hmm. If you got that at Cleveland, fine, absolutely. But it's what's going to come with LeBron. It's the Le- Le- LeBron James, I don't know why I threw 16 L's on his name when I said that there, but it's the LeBron James show. So what I don't trust is, I don't trust LeBron. Uh, at, at all. Um, I'm very thankful for the championship he bestowed on the city of Cleveland. Mm-hmm. I'm very thankful for the return. I'm even thankful for the years where he drug the worst teams ever assembled in the National Basketball Association into NBA Finals, into Eastern Conference Finals. I love that. I love LeBron. I love Kyrie too. I don't want anything to do with LeBron coming in, being the GM, forcing the team to draft his son, who's not even a top prospect in the league. I think he's still got two years before he can join the association. Twenty, I believe Bronny is a 2023 okay. prospect. And he would well, have to, that's, that's if he... He has to know, reclassify, right. I think, to do it any earlier, which yes. everybody... I, and you could reclassify the league would have you to change to. their rules, right? They, I'm, which like, you think they could do that for LeBron... <laughs> Well, there's been talk that they will allow high schoolers to come back, skip the one year, that old thing. That we may do the, the year overseas or year with the G League elite. Or there's things pr- cropping up almost every offseason that say, hey, don't want to go to college? Come here, we'll pay you, then you can go to the NBA. Right. But he's going to bring his son, who jury's still out on how good of a player he can be, onto the team. And then what if he becomes Father LeBron? 
Like, you know that worst father ever on maybe your son or daughter's team that says, no, you got to play my kid because they're better than everybody else, even yeah. though that kid isn't getting a scholarship in their desired sport. I, I think a psychologist would listen to this entire thing, and I'm not saying you're wrong for doing it, and they would bring up the word spiraling because I feel like there's a lot of that where it's like, if oh, LeBron putting, comes here, his kid is going to come here. The behind <laughs> me has all of these red... <laughs> You're Charlie Day but over that's there. What's yes. good. That's what I think is going to happen. I just do not well, want me, the LeBron James circus to interrupt what I think is going really, really well for this Cavaliers team. You are correct. I agree with you that the Cavs have a really good young core. This team has been one of the surprise teams of the NBA. Yes. We, we didn't do it today. We could do it at some point. But if you talked about second half storylines in the NBA, there is... They're up there. Well, there's John Morant... And that Memphis Grizzlies team, are they as good as they've looked in the first half? Can they show that they are a real championship contender? There is the Cavs saying, are they going to be like the Hawks last year where they get to a conference finals, maybe a little ahead of schedule, really good, talented team, but not a, they don't have that fully finished product yet to get over the hump. Then there's, a, you know, are the Bulls legit? Or is, is, you know, the Bucks is, is Giannis, is he going to just dominate again his way to another yep. championship. There's all that, right? But the Cavs are in this mix. And meanwhile, the Lakers, not any of the storylines I mentioned. They're a train wreck. No, they're a, they're a god-awful train wreck. Anthony Davis is ouchie again, and Russell Westbrook has forgotten how to play basketball for the most part. And LeBron's just out there like, what is happening? I don't even know. Like The thing with Westbrook is, I think he's always just been the same player. No, I mean, well, okay. I just don't know if he, he's been a much better consistent player over the years. Yes, he sometimes has these ridiculous flubs where you're like, you threw it to a guy in the seventh you row. just chucked it to the beer vendor. Why'd yes. you do that, Russ? But then he'd be on his way to like, well, yeah, but I scored 38 and had 19 <laughs> rebounds and 17 assists. You a bad like, triple-double more than not. All right, but you, you did have a weird pass there. But anyway, I just, the Lakers are a train wreck. He's going to want out of there. I don't think you, you are, I agree with you on the Cavs not wanting to trade for him. That does not make sense because you don't want to give up some of the don't core of Don't go out of team. your way to appease or to collect this guy who's going to be walking out of a house fire. Right. right. And then holding the book of matches going on. He's the at, arsonist. Yeah, you but, can blame Jeannie Buss for not being a great manager and hiring Rob Palenka who probably shouldn't have the job as Lakers GM. But for the most part, this falls on LeBron. But on the other side of that, he is still one of the best players in the league. I'm not saying sure. he is in his prime LeBron anymore. That is clearly over, but he is still one of the best players in the league. And what is one of his best attributes? It's not necessarily playing with young talent, <laughs> but it is. It is. That's a flaw, I will admit, but it is when I have other guys, I will let them have the ball in the key moment. I will have the ball. It will go through me but I'm going to find the best situation for the basketball to be in at the end of a game. And if that's me, great. If it's not, it's going to go to one of these other guys. That could actually work with the way the Cavs are situated. Don't trade for him. Don't go out of your way to get him. Well, let's, don't do anything. Let me, okay. Let me present you this. Because I think what you're saying is you're afraid of LeBron, the GM. I'm afraid of I LeBron you. bitching at Jer Darius Garland for a, a simple inbound pass to not LeBron well, during a game. But also... I could, LeBron's saying, 
LeBron's trying to get him to be the best. That's oh, all. Is it? LeBron's right. trying to get him to be the best. Come on. Damn the offense the coach just drew up. Yeah. Damn Evan Mobley for being a very good facilitator on offense. Oh. Damn you, Darius Garland, when, for being a great point guard. When Kobe, LeBron. Kobe and Michael did it, it was like, oh, uh-huh. that's the way That's the way you do it. You're a leader. When LeBron does it, he's a selfish jerk. Allen Iverson. Now, okay, that's, come on. Now, that's, now, Allen Iverson was my guy back in the day, but I understand what you're saying. I will just add, let me ask you this, because you obviously are a bit gun-shy. I would think LeBron in Cleveland would work out great, as long as he's not in charge of being the GM, but I realize you can't necessarily separate. <laughs> who's who's going to have that conversation okay. with him? Well, <laughs> Kobe Altman's going to have to sure. have that conversation. That'll go over well. Okay, this is the scenario I need to know. If LeBron says he's out of contract at the end of next year, and he says this team is really good, let's say they've gotten to the conference finals next year. Now I got over the hump, though, and everybody agrees they just need that hammer. They need that one extra bid. And LeBron says, I want to come play in Cleveland. I am hoping you will find a way to get Bronny there, but I will come play in Cleveland for one year on a one-year deal. I just want to be a part of this. Will you have me? What do you say, GM Eric Reeser? What I'd would you do? I'd say that sounds great. You don't have to give up anything for him, and he's saying, oh, and I get it. I'm not going to add any other pieces. I just want to come play in Cleveland one last time and try to win a championship one more time. I'd say that sounds great. And sure, I would I would love if that were to be the case, but there isn't a bone in my body that thinks he would abs- he would that he would do that. Yeah, all like, right. I, it's That's just fair. I, like the Le- it's the LeBron that is always going to demand 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 and never acquiesce and never yeah, concede anything. Yes, I know. And it's it's such a difficult thing for me because I understand from a basketball IQ point where you're coming from, but I also understand shouldn't LeBron want to demand 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 because he's LeBron freaking James? Like isn't that in some situations absolutely. Okay. All right. But with this Cavaliers team the way it is right now, no. You don't want to upset the apple cart. Things are going very well at a time to where you didn't think it was going to be the case. You thought maybe next year, maybe in two years. You know what I sound like? Someone talking about the Cincinnati Bengals. I'm not saying the two are equal, but this is a time for the Cavs to take their young, great talent and continue to develop them and to play really well. We will see what happens. If they get flushed out in the first round of the Eastern Conference playoffs, maybe my attitude changes a little bit. I do want to point maybe. out earlier in the show, or in the show, in our, in our offices... We were talking about this, and Reeser said, yeah, well, other than the bubble championship, it's been a pretty big disaster. Yeah, that's got an asterisk like, on it. But it's a, it's a championship. They're putting a banner up. And he was just like, well, other than that championship they won. It's like, it, it was a championship, though. It did kind of work in L.A. for a little bit. It, they got there. There's no desperation with a championship in Cleveland with the Cavaliers organization. Yes, you're right. There you're was, saying you want to build the right way. There was the return. There was for the Lakers. That's why they moved heaven and earth to get LeBron and acquiesce to all of his ridiculous demands. That's Because true. they were desperate to hang a banner. Cavaliers got it in 2016, and there's some time that can be given. There's some patience that can be had and should be had, in my opinion. But I get where it's like, oh, LeBron wants to come back. We'll take you back, Bronny. <laughs> no! You're out on this. Not I'm, him. Not his kid that we have no idea about <laughs> or that he can dunk on other high school students in California. Mm, on a really good high school basketball team. This is AAU. Yeah, well, it. all I know is if you can get LeBron James, it might be worth it. That's that's where I am. But I understand your hesitancy, sure. and I think it's it's a discussion we could have for hours probably that you and I would enjoy. I don't know if everybody else would right. at this point, but I think you and I would definitely enjoy that. All right. We'll take a break. Come back. We still don't know where some of the best NFL games will be broadcast in 2023. I'll explain next. It's Man and Bone on the fan. 
Fan Traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for slowdowns on East Whittier Street at Ohio Avenue. An accident with injuries still causing some backups in that area. Please use caution. You'll also find I-70 westbound after US-33. All lanes have reopened from that earlier accident involving a motorcycle, but traffic is still slow here as well. Traffic report is sponsored by Mucinex 12 Hour. Did you know the doctors use Mucinex? That's right. Mucinex is the number one OTC brand doctors trust with themselves and their families. So a cold and flu season upon us, why would you use anything else? Grab Mucinex and put yourself back in control. Available at CVS. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Filthy mouths, bad attitudes, and ugly haircuts. It's called cabbage. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Monday to you. Eric Reese are filling in for Common Man today. We've got the segment that's not a segment. Yikes! Coming up, five thirty-four. By the way, I just had a a very yikes type of thing I saw because I was reading something about uh, the old thing that was happening with Jawan Howard in Michigan and Wisconsin. There's this debate about should we get rid of the handshake line and. Now I saw Pat Forty had an article about, no, keep the handshake line, you know, tell everybody to grow up. And it's like, that's fine. I get that. But his line that he had in his article was someone's going to lose every time, right? Except in sports that tolerate ties, which have their own issues. Uh, all right. Why does soccer have to get yeah, to take why that shot? Take, why you have to take that shot, Mr. Horse Racing? Why don't you go back to covering the derby with everybody getting shot up, all their horses getting steroids. Allegedly. Allegedly, not allegedly, nothing. <laughs> Bob Baffert. Anyway, whatever. If you if you're like fav- if your second favorite sport is horse racing, then Pat Forty, you don't have anywhere to talk about soccer. Get off my lawn, or I'll get off of his lawn. Yeah. I don't know which of us well, is just, older. Don't, don't just don't approach <laughs> his lawn. He won't approach your lawn. Just agree or yeah. fight. I guess. Yeah, like, it's I either guess. one. Right. That's right. You could do that. You can't just be civil. No, I don't know. Ugh. Anyway, very frustrating and stupid. All right. Uh, speaking of frustrating and stupid. Frustrating when you don't know where your football games are going to be. Very. And you're trying to watch them and you don't know where the games are on. This has not been a problem if you are someone who subscribes to the Sunday ticket because if you root for an out-of-market team, you know whatever channel it's on, it's on your screen. You just go there and watch it because you have the Sunday ticket. Unfortunately, now with uh, new TV contracts coming due, it looks like DirecTV not going to be a part of that this go-around. So they are saying that if you want Sunday ticket... You may have to go to a variety of different places to get it. Bidding war is about to ensue on that. It's still going to be on DirecTV this football season, but 2023, they're saying it could be on ESPN+, Plus, could be on Peacock, could be anywhere. Who knows? What do you think about how we're doing this, Reese? Or like, the, the, I, I have been someone who's cut the cord and moved on from all that, but... You almost feel like you kind of got to go back to the cord. There are times. There's so many. Uh, there's so, so many, many different apps that you have to like. Streaming. Oh, you want this sport? Go buy this. Go to app. this one. And if, if you, you want, want this sport, go, go to, to that app. One. Yeah, and, and I feel like that's where we're headed with the Sunday ticket thing. But 
I'm not Timmy Hall. I'm not made of money. I can't just afford all of these streaming venues. Yeah. It's, I, 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 I wanted to getting, go on Peacock getting, because you, I want them to, I want them to be on Peacock. I want Big Ten to be on Peacock and then uh, whatever else, uh, Notre Dame. And so I don't have to go very many places for my sports because that's what dictates the streaming services that I use. It's right. Paramount to anything, and because I don't have the Bally Total Fitness Sports app, Paramount has. A I might have to go illegally hour. to get the jackets and the Guardians and the Cavs. But <laughs> I, I like how you brought in Paramount. You weren't even saying Paramount Plus; you were just saying Paramount to anything. They also have an app. They, where they I have, have to watch. a thing. Like that's literally for U.S. Men's Soccer. When I want to watch that, if they're if they're playing at home, it's on this network. If they're playing away, it's on a different network with different TV rights. It's bizarre. All I know is this. It, it gets a little bit tiresome after a while. And I know I sound like I'm a million years old, but... No, everybody... I think everybody deals with this. Uh, yeah, I think that's the case. I actually... It's weird, too, because I bought the NBA package this year, which I enjoy. I like to watch a lot of NBA. I know you like to watch NBA. But on one of our TVs, we have a smart TV, but the smart TV app that it comes with, the native thing in the TV that you can go through and put on Netflix or whatever sure. else... NBA's the NBA's app is not on their app store. Of course. So of course like not. one of the best TVs in the house, I can't I have to go I had to buy a Roku thing and put it in the back. And so then on that just to watch that I have to go through eight different options to get to the one game that I then go, "Oh, this game is this team's down by 30." I was going to watch, you know, Bulls <laughs> Hornets and the Hornets time. are down by 30 and it's like, "Ah, I just wasted 10 minutes looking for this game." So it it does get a little annoying after a while. I appreciate the flexibility we now have, but it's wonderful. But and and maybe it will get cheaper. I, I know that sounds laughable, but Sunday ticket it may be a thing where if ESPN slash Disney gets it, let's say they put it on ESPN Plus, they could roll that in and say, "Oh yeah, we're going to up everybody's subscription fee by three dollars a month or something." It'd be worth it, in my opinion, right? Like if you suddenly get every out of market NFL game. They would probably be more than that. I'm just pointing out there may be some benefits to this. It may be that it's more expensive in the long run, but cheaper month to month, whatever. There's going to be change with that. So just be aware. Just a quick aside about the uh, NBA League Pass. It's the most fun way to watch NBA games because instead of commercials, they give you what's going on in the (laughs) arena during a timeout and they give you the halftime show. And so if you love Red Panda, I've got a service for you. I've I've seen Red Panda (laughs) at least a handful of times this year. I've seen the man who has his little chihuahua dog that he does like uh, acrobatic stuff. Yes. I have seen the guy who puts a bunch of stuff on his chin, like ladders and sledgehammers. I've seen him only a Balances couple times. It. It's very. My wife and I were watching that, and she goes, "What is? What are we watching?" I'm like, <laughs> "So crazy." This is what they're doing apparently in Houston tonight <laughs> yep. for this game. And yeah, because I was watching Jay Sean play with the Rockets. You know, because they're not exactly a great team, but yeah, you're right. The in the in arena entertainment, you get to see that with the package. It's kind of fun. All right, rundowns coming up next. It's Man and Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for slowdown. Still causing delays on East Whittier Street at Ohio Avenue. An accident with injuries. Plan about a 5 to 10 minute backup as things continue to clear. You'll also find I-70 westbound after US-33. An earlier crash has been cleared from the roadway. All lanes have reopened, but traffic is still slow as it recovers. Starbuck Report is sponsored by Indeed.com. Hiring is hard. Luckily, there's Indeed. The hiring platform makes it easy to attract, screen, and interview candidates from the same place. Just sponsor a job, you'll immediately get a short list of quality candidates on Indeed. Visit Indeed.com slash credit to get started. I'm Leanna Ray with Fantra traffic. Oh, hello. I 
was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Listen to this show and feel better about yourself. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Welcome in. Happy Monday to you. Eric Reeser filling in for Common Man today. We've got Yikes coming up at 534. The segment that's not a segment. I got to three Mississippis. (laughs) That's right. We were okay. It was good. Reeser, tell them what week it is here on the fans. It's Black and Gold Week. The crew opened up the regular season Saturday against Vancouver. And you can listen to the game right here on the fan. Head to 971thefan.com for all the black and gold fun. Or also your Twitter account. Oh, yeah. Which has great content up because you were somewhere today. Uh, yeah, we, today we went over to the stadium and we were just kind of checking it out. We walked over to the lower.com field to kind of get lay of the land. We're doing a post game show Saturday after the crew game, me and Brandon beam going to be live there at the pub in lower.com field. We walked in today to like, just take a couple photos for social media stuff, just to have it ready to go. Walked in and they had a trophy presentation where like, if you're a season ticket holder, I guess you could come in and go get your picture taken with the latest MLS cup. They just had it out on the table. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So we were like, can we, can we yes. shoot this video next to that? And they were like, I guess. Yeah, go ahead. And we're <laughs> like, great. That That's awesome. So okay, yeah. New idea. You and Tori Boggs jump roping the MLS cup <laughs> not, no, for Tori, social media. Again, Tori Boggs, Actual celebrity, actual talent. What are you talking about? Actual person. No, that's not talent. That's a fat guy sitting in the studio just yelling. Like old man yells at cloud. That's literally what I do for a living for three hours. But no, and also I, I don't know. I don't know how the crew were able to pull together all the celebrities all at once. But it was a lot of fun. This past weekend, we were at the jersey unveiling, the gold standard. So if you haven't seen it, the new crew jersey is out there. I like it. I have one. I think it's pretty sweet. But yeah, they were very nice to us, so I appreciate their hospitality this past weekend. It made for a pretty good sports weekend. I also got to go see the women's basketball team take on Wisconsin, where there was not a fight at the end of anything no. involving that Wisconsin team. But the women's basketball team dominated Wisconsin. Yes. It, was, it was a fantastic performance, but Taylor Mikesell, JC Sheldon, they were they were phenomenal yet again. This women's basketball team is fun. They've got twenty wins this year. They are going to be something to behold in the tournament. I think they're going to be a very tough out. I don't I don't know enough women's basketball to tell you they're a Sweet 16 team. They're an Elite 8. I don't want to pretend like I know that. I just know watching this team, they play with some passion. They are very talented, and it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. So make sure you check in on both the men's and women's tournament this year. It should be a lot of fun. A comparison uh, would be, so this the women's basketball team is great, except for when they play Michigan. Oh yeah, that <laughs> Michigan's Final Four caliber. Well, yes, yeah. Well, Indiana they played earlier this year too, and it was a bit of a rough. The one they played at home, at least, was was a pretty rough game. I was at that one too, and that's okay. Can't win them all, but they they've won twenty of them, and they're playing well. Pretty damn so. good team. Yes, absolutely right. 
All right, when it gets to the rundown, I think we should Absolutely. probably... Let's do the rundown. Let's do it. Common Man and T-Bones, the rundown. The rundown. So, like I said, good sports weekend here in Columbus. We had the uh, women's basketball team get the win. We talked a bit about the men's basketball team not quite getting it done against Iowa, and it was no. disappointing to say the least. Um, so we covered that a little bit more in the 4 o'clock hour. They're back tonight. Coverage starts right here on the fan, 6 o'clock. OSU taking on Indiana, the men's basketball team there. So that'll be a lot of fun. Timmy Hall will get you started with that coverage. And then, of course, we'll have the game at 7. But you also had the Jackets getting it done. Second game in a row scoring seven goals. And what is it? Five out of the last six? Five of six. I want to say that Since they returning from the All-Star break. So I guess what you would call the second half of the season, not calendar-wise, no, because they had start, that yeah. uh, Olympic makeup to do, but... Look, this Jackets team and, and Patrick Line is, of course, because we thought if this team was going to be successful, and you say it at the beginning of probably every season you have a Patrick Line on your team, he's got to be your catalyst offensively. And last night, while I don't think he registered a goal, he had two assists on the night. So this team is playing hard and showing that they're not ready to go into the tank just yet, Bone. Well, okay, that's <laughs> you're right. They're not going into the tank. I will say, I wonder what the right approach is as far as and I, I know there are some people within the organization, I have heard this, that definitely feel like if you go all the way to the way Buffalo has done over the years, where you just rip it down to the studs to get, at the time, to get your Jack Eichel, right? How'd that work out? Not right. great. Right. And, and that has not turned out the way they thought it would. So there is that idea of if you just tank and tank and tank to get the guy you really want in the draft, you hope that one year where that special talent is coming up through the draft... Possibly it falls your way and you get that number one guy. But does that mean then you are stuck in a perpetual cycle of bad? And when that good player finally becomes good, you don't have anybody around him. So if the Jackets approach here is let's get the young guys playing and let's hope they can figure it out quickly. That That is starting to look like a little bit of what's happening. Is that the same as let's go all in at the trade deadline and try to make the playoffs or, or, or do something in the playoffs? No, no, no. No, <laughs> you're <laughs> no, still all no, right to do that. Yeah, I agree. You don't need to mortgage future picks again. You can just let this team be what it is this year. Maybe you don't trade as way as much as what you thought you were to acquire picks. Maybe you say some of our young talent is good and we want to keep it here. But then trade deadline comes. I still think you have to make a couple moves to get a few more picks, to get a few more futures and build that pipeline back up. But you've got a lot coming through in the next couple years you could see this team next year take a bigger step, be that borderline. I know they're I know they're technically there now, but next year I can see them being more of a playoff threat. And maybe two years from now, you're talking about a team that is built around, you know, Line A and Wierenski and, and those guys, if that's the plan, and great goaltending, and now your young guys, Cole Sillinger's 20, 21 years old, he's coming through. He's playing like crazy. Like then then you move to that next level of what this team could be. That's not a tear it all down and rebuild moment, right? That's a, we let this team kind of play itself into a contender over a few years. I don't think that's bad. I think it's a great way to go. And right now you're sitting at 25, 23, and 1 on the season. You've got the Toronto Maple Leafs uh, tomorrow at Nationwide. Really good team in Toronto. The Sabres, the Blackhawks, the Canadians, Sabres. They're not they're not good teams. I said the Sabres twice. They're just they're twice as bad <laughs> as any other team that they've seen coming back from uh, the All-Star break. But it, it does really kind of all fall on what are you doing with Patrick Laine. That honest conversation needs to be had. And if he's good to stay in Columbus, back up that truck. Yeah. I, I feel I'm more getting to that point where I previously was saying nobody's untouchable on this team. You can trade anyone except for maybe two or three guys who are super young. Now, 
I, I can understand if line, a, if line A wants to be here, and that is a huge question. How much? How do you do that? And is he? I don't think he's taking like a four or five year deal, probably. No. So you're you're going to really have to believe in this guy. Just put the ring on it. <laughs> you're ready, Beyonce. If you like it, then you should have put a ring. If on not, it. then he's going to go to someone in the metro, and they're going to every single year remind you you made a bad call. To be clear, a ring here is a giant pile of money. Big. Down. Bad incident with Jawan Howard and Michigan. This was in the post-game handshake. Previous to this, Wisconsin trounced Michigan at Wisconsin. At the end of the game, 10 seconds left or whatever it was, Greg Gard, their head coach, calls a timeout. Jawan Howard did not like this. They go to shake hands. Words were exchanged. And then pushing and shoving was exchanged. And open-faced, I heard Matty Hayes call it a mush where you just open no. face, open hand, and you mush. We have a disagreement on that. Then what do you call that? Well, he like a open, like a um, what are those doors that go into saloons? Like that was where Juan Howard's hand went. Like, it but was went, it? But it was a, okay. But okay, not called a mush. Called a whap. You call, <laughs> it's a slap. He open palm. Slap I think whap is already taken are for you, what it's worth. Yeah, we can't. You can't really whap. It's, a, right, it's either off. it's either a slap. He slapped him. You think it's a slap? All right. Yes. And you can't slap another man. We've always heard that. That's something we learned many years ago. All I know is this. That is a, that is, he's going to get punished. We don't, I don't think we've seen Juwan Howard. We haven't seen any official punishment yet for Michigan head coach. We're coming up on 24 hours here. So it's good that we're really prioritizing this. It's good. (laughs) Good job, Michigan and Wisconsin. He's going to get a suspension. It'll probably be one that it could take to the end of the regular season. (laughs) What if they don't? What if they announce an extension? (laughs) Yeah, I don't. I don't think Michigan's really. Ward Manuel comes out. and He's like, I did it to Harbaugh. Yeah, do it to Juwan Howard. That's right. We're we're here. We're just going to be the bad guy. (laughs) Why not? I don't. I don't see that. But uh, yeah, I will say. Obviously, you can't have that happen. That is an extreme lapse in judgment. And when you couple it with the Mark Turgeon situation last year with Mich or with Maryland, where you had Juwan Howard getting into his face too. I mean, this is now a little bit of a pattern where. I get not wanting to be disrespected. And I can even understand Juwan Howard saying, I played in the NBA. A bunch of you idiots who are getting in my face, you're not accepting me into this coaching fraternity because you think I'm just this like outlier player who kind of got lucky with where I am. Like I could see there being a little bit of that animosity. You cannot let it get to the point where you get into physical altercations with another coaching staff, and that is going to result in a suspension. Well, to bring up I mean, to bring up that point, don't prove them right. Yes. Prove them wrong. Prove that you do belong there. And it starts with keeping your composure in situations like that. Yeah. I will say we've had, we've had a lot of discussion. I've heard a lot of like, you have to be a leader. You have to show these young men. And, and I, I always bristle at that when we talk about college athletics. Same thing in college football because we're all about the leadership and the young men and all that stuff. But then when a player has a punishment issue where they've done something that has real-life consequences, and then these coaches are like, well, that's not up to me, that's up to the administration. If they decide to suspend this player, it's not my coach. You know, and, and they wash their hands of the leadership thing at times when it means when it's convenient. Have, when it's convenient. Yeah. And, I, and, and what I'm getting at is, Juwan Howard did abdicate his leadership position in that moment. I'm not saying he's a bad leader. I'm saying in that moment, he, he jumped out of that chair and said, no, I'm not a leader. I'm going to do this in this moment. He made a bad decision. There have been other coaches who have done that to a bigger level. Look at it. Mark Few getting a DUI earlier this year. That's also a lack of leadership, teaching guys how to do the right thing. He screwed up, but I didn't recall the same vitriol there. Now, it wasn't on CBS at 4 p.m. on a Sunday, 
when he got pulled over and there was a DUI. What I'm saying is there have been lapses in this and guys don't lose their jobs over it. Let's be real about this. If Jawan Howard was like one or two losses, while this is very bad, I don't think as many people are calling for him to lose his job. I think part of that has to do with the fact that he's also not been good at it this year, worse than last year, and there are doubts about whether or not he's a good coach going forward. This is not helping his case. Yeah, there were Michigan fans that wanted to get rid of him in December because of yes, how poorly the team was performing. Horrible. And you can make the excuses that you'd like to about you know Michigan and health and COVID and all of that, and I understand those. We're not talking about how good of a basketball team Michigan is, but you're giving them, Juwan Howard has more ammunition. This is probably cause if they want to dismiss him for that incident sure. yesterday, probable at the Cole Center, what you were given was, oh, you could fire me now. Yeah, right. I, I think, Should they know? But if no, they don't, if yeah. they do, would it surprise anybody? I, that's my point, though, is I don't, there have been incidents that would probably give other coaches cause to be fired, yeah. and they haven't been. But the reason won. is because they're really but good coaches. Bill Self is undefeated against the FBI. <laughs> Yes, that's it. Right. That's what we're talking about. Let's just keep that the main thing here. When everyone talks about character, character only matters if you can't win basketball games. Common Man and T-Bones, the rundown. The rundown. Or football games, whatever. You you could come out here and say the F word because you guys are the number one show. The FCC wouldn't do anything. That's not true. That is top break show, a bunch of swearing. That's different because we would absolutely say the <laughs> F word. It's not a character issue. We admit we don't have any character on this show. We're just not allowed to. We would lose money if we did that. That's why we can't do it. Uh, speaking of money, Crypto Bros, they've got some money and apparently they want to band together and buy an NFL team. This will never happen, but we'll discuss this story and tell you why it will never happen coming up next it's man and bone eric reese are filling in on the fan fan traffic from the meister's bar and pizza traffic center good evening watch out for an accident blocking the left lane of us 33 east fender four hamilton road traffic is still stopping go from james road in this area wreck around scene now trying to get things clear plan about a 20 minute backup strobe report is sponsored by ohio laborers and ohio lesset ohio laborers lesset and panera bread would like to congratulate eric springer as member of the week eric is a working mason at local 530 zanesville tending for a beaver construction at Muskingum University. Ohio laborers, build it right, build union. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. Hey, Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. The kings of local social media. Twitters and twatters. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Monday to you. Eric Reeser filling in for Common Man today. We have got yikes coming up. 534. So the crypto bros are everywhere. They're making billions of dollars. They've got money flowing around. Reese, I don't know. Like on on if I say crypto, metaverse, NFTs in general, is this a thing you go, ooh, I'm interested, I see potential, or is it a thing where you're like, I just get annoyed and I don't want to hear about it? Where do you fall it's, on all that? It's a weird spot. It's both. Because I'm interested, I do see the potential. 
Um, I've spent the past like year looking into investing okay. money into crypto. Haven't put a dollar in there because okay. I don't think emotionally or like mentally I'm able to do something that's so volatile. <laughs> Because right, like one day it could that, be yeah. up like three hundred percent, the next day it could be down like seven hundred percent, and I just yeah, I'm told that when it goes weird. when it goes down seven hundred percent, that's when you jump on Twitter and tweet a bunch of rocket emojis to the moon. To the moon. Yes, exactly. And so that's you like being do. part of all of that. The NFT thing I think is dumb because I am with I, you I on just that. Don't see a digital space where people are going to want to get together and see your monkey. <laughs> Well, right, there, yeah. there is, there is, but it's a different. All right, there's, there's already carved out, you know, websites. The for metaverse that. is weird, and you're going to start seeing. Uh, I've seen like sports teams do, it, like the Atlanta Braves have their field in the metaverse, and it's oh, like, couldn't you have just paid your minor leaguers more money instead of doing this nonsense? I, right, it just the, feels wasted. The All Star Game, Adam Silver did the you know State of the League thing, oh, the, the, and, and uh, they had the, the NBA guy, meta, meta coach that was like a was coach. Shaq voiced robot thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that was stupid. I feel like we're gonna look back on that. Remember a few years ago at the NBA All Star Game, they had a thing where Adam Silver unveiled a jersey where the number and name on the back could change digitally, like you. I don't even think it was. I think it was just a hologram. But he was like, "This is sure. the jersey of the future." They brought Tupac to- back, right? And so, so people were tweeting that out, like, "Hey, I'm still waiting on this." While you're trying to bring us a meta coach, <laughs> where's the jersey where the numbers can change during the game? I want to see that. And they apparently have not I'm tweeted to, that. Trying out. to deal with this negative China PR. Yeah, well, we got a jersey. <laughs> You'll never believe this, <laughs> right? It's like the yeah. NFL. Like, oh, your owner's being investigated for sexual harassment, and the you know having an awful toxic workplace yes. yeah but we're going to germany germany yeah how about that huh that's, it's not a distraction a tactic at all look over no. here so the in the nfl there is uh the broncos for sale right now they will probably not be the only team i'm going to guess the next two or three years given the dan snyder stuff given there's a few other teams potentially that could see their you know depending on what all we find out over the next few months with the dolphins and yep. what's going on there 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 might be a few teams come up for sale is all i'm saying but uh, there's a group of investors, according to Mackenzie Sigalos of CNBC, group of crypto enthusiasts who hope to raise $4 billion to buy the Broncos. Um, so in this article, there's a, there's a lawyer who works for Cisco named Sean O'Brien, Sean, who says, we know it sounds a bit crazy, but it's also a bit badass. The purpose essentially is to establish an infrastructure so that fans from all walks of life can be owners of the Denver Broncos. So they are saying, we'll put all this out there. We'll front some money, but you guys can buy in. Oh, so it's like a digital Green Bay Packers. Yeah, more or less. Like, we want you to be a part of this. I'm sure there will be, I'm sure you will get an NFT if you were to buy Absolutely. this. Absolutely. That's, that's your ownership certificate. It's in your phone in the metaverse. Can you imagine a scenario, though, where the NFL would say, Huh, what's that? Mark Cuban wants to be involved in our league? Mm, we don't know about that. He's he's too new money for us. Mm-hmm. We're a little we're not sure if he's really got it all together. Oh, a bunch of like internet bros want to get a group of thousands if not millions of people to pile their money together and buy an NFL team. We'll approve that sale. How in the world would they ever approve? There's no way this is ever going to happen yeah, that I can see. 31 of the most wealthy people in North America, some even on the planet, that are in a club and that will never open the velvet rope to random people. Yeah. These jabrones can have all these great ideas about how cool that it sounds. The only reason the Packers do it is because the Packers are one of the first. And so that's just been a tradition that's trickled down. But these NFL owners are not just going to let anybody in. 
I got no. an idea who's the leader in the clubhouse for the ownership of the Denver Broncos. Old white dude. Yeah. Who I've got at the top of the right, list. That's probably where it's going to go. And then everybody else can kind of trickle down. It's kind of mostly how it's it's been in the past, uh, unfortunately, in the NFL. There's not a lot of diversity in that group. But here's the other thing I will point out. And this is a this is a time to remember this. Whenever we talk about the NFL as far as who's going to buy a team. Remember that the NFL is not Roger Goodell and the players. It is not your favorite team's helmet. It is not the the jersey you wear. It is not any of that. All of those things are all controlled by, like you said, used to be 32, now currently 31 with one spot open, billionaires or hopeful billionaires when they sell their teams eventually. That's that's It is a club of clubs. It is all these rich people, some of whom, let's also point out, did nothing to get their membership into the club other than be born. They didn't acquire anything. They yep. didn't build anything. They woke up. Stan Kroenke, he didn't really build it. He married into wealth and then was able to build more wealth off of that wealth. But the point here is the club they are in believes they are these gatekeepers who have to keep out people like you and me. So if there was a group that actually could raise billions of dollars to buy the Broncos, there's no chance they're letting in a group of investors I can't imagine them letting in a group of investors of more than 20 or 30 people, let alone millions is what it would take. There's no way you could raise $4 billion with like, you know, 500 people. You you need hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people to do well, this. Well, so the thing I'm wondering is, so this is this $4 billion? Dollars. Or are we talking about like 3,000 Ethereum or 150 <laughs> Dogecoin? Like, are, is that where all, or a couple of crypto punks or well, some metaverse bucks? To your point about volatility, like the, we, you're going you're gonna to bring in an owner who then is going to say, oh yeah, uh, 90% of my net worth is tied up in, you know, drawings of various cartoon characters and if one of those goes north i'm doubling my yes billions if it goes south i lose everything like that's that's not the same for these nfl owners they are not going to want to entertain that at all but i mean it's a fascinating thought but remember the packers don't actually they're fans they own that team in theory they don't send a fan representative to the organizational no, meetings they don't for, get a seat at the table no all they get is to say, you own a piece of stock. You get a fun gimmick. You don't get to sell it. You don't get to transfer it. You don't get to cash it in. And you don't, I mean, you get to maybe vote on a few things like, should we offer this hot dog at the concession stands? Right. Maybe something like that. But you're not going to get to decide who's going to get drafted or anything like that. So no, none of that is happening. But it's an interesting story. They got five seconds it's of a very, It's a very 2022 story. Yeah, it's, it's And it is happening. something as you do see more sports teams pop up because I think the Broncos were purchased by, for like $78 million back in the 80s. Mm-hmm. And now, of course, you see that $4 billion valuation. So all of these sports teams are going to be worth a ton. Like I do believe in the next couple, of se- next couple of years, the Cleveland Guardians will have a new principal owner. I don't think the Dolan better, family will be involved. You better be hope so because that's one of the involved. huge... <laughs> But it's, uh, yeah. it's going to be by the, the, the same guys that own it are going to sell it to the same guys. They're just going to be selling it to their buddies. You're just hoping they're a little bit, maybe more Actually interested put in spending their money. product on the field. Yeah, That'd be nice. The Dolans are some of the worst. Uh, all facets. James Dolan, these Dolans, all Dolan. The Dolan families that own sports teams, not good but at this it. this won't be the last time you hear something about this. It'll just never work because you've got to actually open the velvet rope to the club. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, crypto bros, you're not getting in. You're saying... Crypto bros buying sports teams no. is going to be our yearly, hey, maybe this 
spring is football the, league is will work. Is this the time it could happen? This is the league that will work. No, it won't be. Nope. It won't be. But Same as it ever was. All right. Next up, it's the segment that's not a segment. We're doing it next. Yikes. It's Man and Bone with Eric Reeser filling in on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good evening. Watch out for slow traffic in westbound 670 between I-71 and 4th Street. Traffic is beginning to build in that area. You'll also find slowdowns on I-71 southbound between 670 and East Broad Street. That's going to be a five-minute delay. Traffic report is sponsored by AutoZone. Get in the zone. The free AutoZone fixed finder service can help troubleshoot the likely cause of your pesky check engine light for free and help you save time and money down the road. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Some fans drink the Kool-Aid. These guys drink the bleach. This is Man and Bone. The segment that's not a segment. Yikes! Starting off here in just a moment. We will get to that. Don't forget tonight... Coverage of Buckeye basketball men's team taking on Indiana at the shot. Six o'clock coverage starts seven o'clock tip right here on the fan. Eric Reeser filling in for common man today. Ready to do some yikes, buddy. Absolutely. All right, let's get to it. Uh, my first yikes is going to go to New Zealand soccer player, Michaela Moore. She is playing against, was playing against the U S women's national team yesterday in the, she believes cup. Very cool event. They have played that here in Columbus before, but chance to watch a couple women's national teams play each other in a little round robin tournament. Michaela Moore scored three first half goals. That's good. It would be normally. Uh, she scored three goals by the 36 minute. The problem is she scored them for the U.S. and oh. she plays for New Zealand. She had three own goals in not just a game in the first half of a game. If you're not familiar in soccer, an own goal where it bounces off your leg, goes in past the keeper, that happening once is pretty unfortunate. Happening twice in a game, almost never can I think of that happening. Three times in a half? That's that's not even... I don't, I don't even know what to compare. I, that's that's one in a billion. I've, I don't ever think I've heard of that, but yeah. Feel bad for her. Not feel bad for the U.S. women's national team. They won five to nothing, so congratulations to them, but... Yikes to Michaela Moore. My yikes could be a yikes at the beginning for Eric because I don't remember how to pronounce the name. But do you remember Medina Spirit or is it Medina Spirit? We'll, we'll say it's funky, funky cold, cold Medina. Medina. The there winner of 2021 <laughs> Kentucky Derby uh, was officially stripped of that win today. Yikes. Oh, so there you go. It's gone. The horse died back in December. Yikes. Rest in peace, Medina Spirit. But in April of last year, the horse tested positive for a banned substance. And of course, it went on to win the Kentucky Derby. We kind of remember, I don't know if you do, but the weird excuses that Bob Baffert made. He said it was fake news and cancel culture was coming for him and his horse. Mm. Or a groomer peed on some hay that then Medina <laughs> Spirit ate. And that's why it failed the drug test. Both of those are yikeses. Here's a yikes for the Kentucky Horse Racing Commission, though. They suspended Bob Baffert only 90 days 
and find him a mere $7,500. Yikes. But two things there. One, I like that Bob <laughs> Baffert was basically like, oh, yeah, the person who was urinating on that was Jose Canseco in his prime <laughs> urinating on the hay. And also, Ted was losing his mind over there because I didn't hit a yikes every single time you said yikes, but I didn't want to cut you off. Ted's like, oh, man, playing has oh, he's flopping his hands. He's mad. Go ahead, Teddy. I think that was a record for the amount of yikes <laughs> in uh, one yikes. Uh, last week, we heard some interesting comments from Phil Mickelson about a possible new Saudi golf league. Well, some of the other players on the PGA Tour didn't quite agree with him, including Rory McIlroy. Rory said, I don't want to kick someone while he's obviously down, but I thought his comments were naive, selfish, egotistical, and ignorant. Yikes. I'd hate to hear what he says to people he did want to kick when they're down. Yikes. <laughs> I don't blame him, though, for kicking at Phil, because yeah, what the hell was he talking exactly. about? Where he's like, oh, yeah, they've killed some people. They're and awful. They're, they're awful <laughs> mother effers, but I got a chance to reshape I'm using the them PGA. to leverage the PGA. What are you talking about, dude? All right. My second, yikes, goes to, I hate to do this because I love this sport, but the new NASCAR redesigned car for 2022, they they ditched the old design, they built a brand new car, it's supposed to be safer, more cost effective, better for all the teams, cool, I, I hope it is, I hope it's all the things they're saying it is, they also changed where the numbers go on the door, and I feel like I am ideologically opposed to getting mad about something as simple as where the numbers are on a race car. That shouldn't matter. Do do you still enjoy racing? Do you enjoy these cars going around a track? If you do, nothing's changed. Except I'm watching the Daytona 500 yesterday, and I realized I really don't like the way these cars look, and that is a big old yikes to me. My second yikes goes out to the Ohio Bobcats men's basketball team. OU went uh, to Northeast Ohio over the weekend, just like a lot of people did for the NBA All-Star game. Ohio's was a little bit different of a trip, taking on Kent State in Kent, Ohio. Bobcats went into Friday with a one-game lead over Toledo for the Mid-American Conference. Ended up losing that game 75-52, to which is pretty respectable considering the Flashes had been on a seven-game tear. They won their eighth in a row with that Friday win. What makes the loss so bad was the 30-point halftime deficit Ohio found themselves in. Bobcats shot just 23% from the field, going 5 of 28 from the three-point line. And their command of the MAC was gone in a flash. Yikes. All right. Here's another golf one for you. Another golf yikes. Oh, Teddy, I thought you were done. <laughs> Yesterday on the 10th tee of the Genesis Open, Justin Thomas was getting ready to take a tee shot when his playing partner, Colin Morikawa, Kawa, he was returning from the restroom. He came around the corner at the front of the tee box, oblivious to the fact that Justin was about to hit a shot in his direction. The gallery started yelling Colin's name and alerted Justin what was going on, and he backed away before hitting the shot. But here's a lesson. Never walk with your head down as you approach the tee box area. Yikes. You'd think a professional golfer, should know better someone there. of his stature, too, would know better than yeah. to do that. But He just zoned out for a minute. I yeah. guess I guess he did. Ah, well, we've all been there. Um, so in South Lake, like that too, South Lake Tahoe, California, a black bear known as Hank the Tank has been rummaging through homes, garbage cans, anything he can really find, looking for food. Apparently, this has happened more than two dozen times. Uh, this this black bear, Hank the Tank, is 500 pounds, and apparently, according to the local wildlife people, 
They have tried to haze this bear, as they call it, with paintballs, beanbags, sirens, and even tasers. But he is too drawn to the food of humans, they say, to stay away for long. Apparently, one of his favorite snacks is leftover pizza. Now, they have a picture of Hank the Tank, and let me tell you, he is a very, very rotund bear. (laughs) Black bears are not usually 500 pounds. They're usually like the smaller bear variety. So when you see one that's 500 pounds, he's getting some good eating on. My yikes is not for him wanting to get this food. My yikes is for this community not realizing Hank is now your mayor. You just got to live with that. Yikes. He's won the election by yep, that's it. just taking tases and paintballs. <laughs> and he runs like, that no, place. Th- this is like my it, food. This is my town. Right. They can get the hell out. Yeah. My final yikes oh, is for Saturday's NBA dunk contest. The whole thing oh. was just a major yikes. And what should have been one of, if not the highlight of All-Star Weekend, turned out to be a dud. And it was, I think, preceded by an awful promotion for a Steph Curry game show on HBO Max that nobody's going to watch. Uh, former Dayton Flyer and current Nick Obi Toppin won the event, which is cool, which is cool. Uh, but he missed his first dunk and in doing so flew into the group of photographers sitting courtside. Yikes. Magic guard Cole Anthony brought out his dad, which is great, who gave him a pair of Timberlands to wear in dunking. So that's a cool scene. Your dad comes out, a former NBA player. You get the chance to dunk over your dad wearing a pair of Timberlands. But it felt like it took forever for him to get those on. If you've ever worn boots like that, yeah, it, it does take a while. Like, we, we're running on TV. You're live might, here. Might have wanted to do that ahead of time. We, like, come out go. in the Tims <laughs> and just do that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> The big yikes for Cole Anthony, though, is in the Timberlands, he missed his first two dunk attempts. Yikes. Yeah, it was it, it was extremely Brutal. slow and bad. It was not good. Teddy. All right. I saw this tweet on Saturday during the early stages of the Buckeyes and Hawkeyes game. It said, this is the most locked in and energetic start all season for the Buckeyes. Good time of the year to start playing your best. Not calling it yet, but they could roll these dudes today. Well, that tweet didn't age well as Iowa immediately went on a 10 to nothing run and won the game by 13 points. The author of that tweet, my guy, Timmy Hall. Yikes. Timmy mm. is the king of hopping on Twitter with the hot take, like as soon as something's happening. And I have learned this is a thing I, because I used to do that too, and I, I still do it sometimes. I have realized it's better to let things percolate. You know, yeah, I don't ever just, do it. I don't ever just, teams playing well. I'll tweet. This is great. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Like happy thoughts. Yep. Not like this is going to be they're going to do. Nope. Nope. No, you don't want to get on freezing cold. It takes. almost always backfires like it does eight or nine times out of ten. Yes, it definitely does. All right. That's it. Well, that's not it. We got one more segment. Back page is coming up next. It's man and bone on the fan fan traffic from the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good evening. Some slowdowns to watch out for on the roads right now. You'll find 670 westbound between I-71 and 4th Street. Traffic is slow in that area. Delays expected on I-70 eastbound between 270 and Bryce Road. And more delays on 71 southbound between 670 and East Broad Street. Plan on five-minute delays in all those areas. Traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low-down payments and flexible payment options to help the customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face. 
as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. And join the layup line. It's time for Ohio State basketball. The Buckeyes are preparing for battle, and you're preparing to listen to them. Hey, Common Man here. I know what you're thinking. This guy again. But we have some special bonus stuff for you. Sponsored, of course, by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. One is angry. The other one is bald. What do you think I mean, bald? Bald, bald, Here's man and bone. I want to point something out. All right. I too would be bald if I don't if I didn't take these pills every single day. <laughs> I've been taking the Propecia pills or whatever the generic is called now. Yeah. For almost twenty years. It's called amateur Pecia. <laughs> I didn't think about it for a second. Good job. <laughs> And I'm so terrified that if I stop taking these pills, like my hair will just fall out in one day. All of it. Yeah. Well, it's funny because we were watching last night. I had DMBA games on and uh, ESPN. I'm trying to remember who was alongside uh, Richard Jefferson. I wanted, Richard I Jefferson. Yes. Uh, maybe. I don't remember. It's one of the bald guys that does ESPN broadcast, whatever. And so Richard Jefferson is obviously shaved head. This guy also shaved head, you know probably trying to forestall the inevitable and melissa's like wow man everybody's just you know out here not embracing their baldness and i'm like you're i i too shave like i don't let it grow long i don't have like the you know coconut with a hulu skirt on it like no i'm not gonna do that different look and you can't shave it all the way no you can't be totally bald you look like a clan member Thanks. You, you would. You would look like a total I clan mean, member if you were totally bald. I would think you look like a clan member if you show up with a hood on. Like, that makes you... Yeah, but don't you just stop What it am now. I supposed to do? I'm bald. Like, I just... You have that look to you. A fat white guy who's bald. No, Is there that are it? other white people who can pull it off. I'm just saying that that's not something you could pull off. I don't think. No, I have, like, shaved it all the way down. It's too much maintenance. That's I don't know if people realize that's a lot of shaving. That is you got to do it every day. Yeah, oh yeah, to get the to get the cue ball look. Yeah, like I have the stubble going, and sometimes it gets a little longer. Then I have to shave it back down. But the the cue ball polished dome thing that's a whole nother level. Like of Stanley Tucci. Stanley Tucci is a white guy, but he can pull off the shaved head look without you looking at Stanley Tucci like, oh, he's going to burn a cross on somebody's lawn but you're you, saying i i think you're people saying get the wrong impression you would accuse me of it even though you know me and know i would never do right. something like that i that's, know i know i've known you the, for years that's bad but i would just yell well, racist at you and run away well, i'm glad i don't shave my head all the way down then is it okay where it is now because well, i just fine wanna, now okay good i yeah, just want to make sure like every other fat soccer yes, loving guy good. Right I, now. Don't, <laughs> I don't want to give off any vibes that are not accurate so good all right A special thank you for consuming all the stupidity we can safely shove down your gullet. Come back for more podcasts. And again, the podcast is sponsored by our friends because they pay us. Care, heating, and cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. Stop listening now. The podcast is over. Turn it off. Go do something. 